This is Hayden. Before we start this week, I just wanted to wish a really happy birthday to Steve for last week. Unfortunately, we forgot to mention it in the show, uh, but just wanted to recognise that for him. And also this week for Alan, because it's his birthday as well. So happy birthday, guys. Hope you both have good ones. Hello again, this is, seems to be um, a bit of a while since I last actually hosted the show, but good evening, welcome, whatever time of the day it is. Uh, this is Steve and this is the Pop Culture Gamers. Hayden, how are you doing, mate? I'm doing uh, very well, uh, thanks, Steve, and uh, happy birthday for last week. Yeah, do you know what? I didn't get hardly any birthday greetings at all. I'm not going to moan about it because I'm not even, you know, it was um, pretty much a non-event. <laughs> mm. You know, but uh, thank you very much for the the late one for that. You're normally on the ball with that one, I must admit, but, you know, we all got it. Yeah, I think it's with COVID and stuff like that, everything's just sort of like, I almost missed my own son's birthday, so don't feel bad about it. (laughs) (laughs) Apologies for not mentioning it last week, we would have done, but it was just one of those things of um, just, time seems to be really weird at the moment because one week, blends into another because you don't have the breaking up and going to work do you or well i don't i don't have the the, the breaking up of going to a different place than my house yeah so, say. so uh, try to remember what you know what week is when is uh, more of a difficulty because every day blends into the other yes i'm sure it does for me it's been rather the different stories you know anyway but um yeah it's uh yeah, work's crazy. I don't know about you, but for me it is. And um, yeah, it's. I just yeah, I just every day is a normal day for me, and it's and it can be difficult and hard as as it can be. Yeah. You well, um, yeah, I'm uh, currently doing a, a trying to design a campaign on hidden harm, so you know to encourage uh, people if they're concerned about a child to report uh, the concerns uh, either to um you know children's social care or the police mm. really so that's that's sort of like what i'm looking at at the moment i've done a bit of work with volunteers uh working with uh you know in the community during covid and this is because obviously kids are you know not not being seen by schools and stuff like that as much as uh, they normally are so you know there's a more of a, children are more at risk and with people being quite you know um locked up even though things are starting to relax now but you know with a lot of people being furloughed you know uh domestic uh problems in houses stuff like that mental you know people's mental health and well-being mm. um you know it has a big impact on kids as well as uh, adults so yeah i mean schools are, uh, the the uh, the idea of schools at the minute still isn't a a done thing is it because people are saying that you know if there's still a two meter distance how can we have school so i don't know how they're going to cope and for yourself you know having a having a child that's going to go to school you it's very difficult whether you're going to send them there or not well well yeah i mean as key workers my wife and i can send uh, our son to school but we choose not to because of the covid yeah no, that's um, what I'm saying. It's, it's a difficult situation for anybody to decide whether to take their kids to school 
and mix and blend with everyone else or not you know obviously some i mean one place i've been working at over the last week and a half they're really they've really been strict on 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 two meter distance wearing masks when you go into this into these showrooms where i've been working gloves and everything else so yeah some places are are more with it than others but uh, but regarding the schools and that it's just a difficult situation for the parents and what to do but um you know i think the eye i think the eye that get rid of the two meter rule but i don't know how that's gonna you know well you get rid of the two meter rule then you're immediately you know starting to have um you know exponentially um easier for the virus to spread around so you're just going to head to a well a second i think page well i think that, i think that could happen already after looking at those demonstrations at the weekend oh um i mean after just going into um you know north allerton this mm. uh, yesterday uh, around the market and the fact that people are just not observing the two meter rule yeah and it's it really it really isn't good you know but he's say oh, well, we're out now, so it doesn't matter. But it does matter. That's the whole point, you know. Mm. Uh, just because you're outside, it doesn't mean that you're, you know, away from it entirely. I mean, I, you know, I know somebody who's a member of a running group uh, and they're very paranoid about uh, the two-metre rule. But then I saw them running side by side with someone else. <clears throat> and it's, uh, you know, I don't know that it's you're less likely to, you know, catch it side by side because of the way that, you know, spray comes from people's mouths and stuff like that. But, you know, other pictures that they've taken, they've, you know, been facing people and stuff like that and not observing a two-metre rule. And it's just sort of like, you just do it naturally and people don't, sometimes don't re- realise yeah. it. And How then, you, how's, your, how's your fuel stations? Because what our BP, for example, locally, mm-hmm. they don't allow more than five people in there at one time. And you have to wait outside till one person goes out, till one person goes in. I haven't, uh, <coughs> excuse me, at the garage, I haven't really had that much of a problem. Mm. Uh, but it's more at things like, well, I don't go to Tesco anymore because, be brutally honest, the way that Tesco staff treat you when you're in there, I feel like I'm a, you know, Jew in the middle of the Second World War at an internment camp. Yeah. Uh, the way that they've, the treat you you're going in there and you know i've had you know discussions with some members of staff who were being a little bit too unruly mm. um you know and who had got their rules up their own rules wrong as well that was the other thing um but other places like for example sainsbury's are, seem to be a lot better with it I found, or at least the Sainsbury's where I go. Yeah. And I'm sure it's different from store to store. You know, well, I'm sure someone else would be saying, "Well, when I've been to Sainsbury's, it's been, you know, like an internment camp." But you know, it, it's you just go, go as you find. But I just find um, you want to try all the um, places like that. They're just dreadful. <laughs> I, I have worse. Well, we haven't got an Aldi, you know, within. Oh, I can't like, think it was, it was either Aldi or Lidl. I can't remember, but. It was just like free for all in there. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's pretty poor to be honest. But uh, yeah, it's it's to say I don't know how long we're gonna. I mean, all the shops are gonna start to open up tomorrow or start mm-hmm. to. So that'd be more work for us to be honest. But in the work side of things, but it's gonna be interesting to see how all this does. The only thing that hasn't happened yet, which I don't know about, which I'm really 
concerned about is the hairdressers because I don't own a, a shave, something to shave my head. So I really would rather just go back to the hairdresser and get them to do it. Well, I mean, you could get a razor really cheap from um, about thirty with, quid, I think. I've no, noticed. you could get you could get one for less than twenty quid from Argos. <clears throat> and that's got various different lengths on it as well so if you did want to um you know have longer or shorter hair well in my case uh, I, I have no hair that i prefer the way i go but uh unfortunately yeah. if i if i if my hair is in a bit of a mess i look like crusty the clown right okay <laughs> one thing. so yeah I've, I've tried to wet it i try to wet it down in the you know in the morning to get it just to look sort of decent yeah because it just goes up into sort of like I just go, yeah, it's crazy, it really is. But uh, the, you know, I just I do like just to go to the hairdressers and, and deal with it and sort out whatever. It's uh, I suppose it's an interacting thing as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Yeah. Um, well, I have to admit, at the moment, my wife's cutting my hair. Yeah. And without a ball, I might say as well. Um, <laughs> and she's doing she's doing an okay job of it. I'd, I'd be glad to go back to the hairdressers, but. Uh, all things considered, considering she's never been trained or whatever, she's she's doing okay. I mean, yeah, um, for, for me, it only costs seven quid to get it done, and I'm in and out. But I just, you know, it's it's easy. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's uh, yeah, it, it, it does for me. As a matter of fact, when I when they ordered the uh, the the clippers for mm. my hair, she said how much it cost, and the ones I because I couldn't get to Argos to get the ones I wanted. Um, because so what, what, was it. so what design because there's a numerous designs there's ones there with like four four separate circles attached to a spindle and those those four circles sort of can from my point of view if you want to keep it as as, as bald as possible they just sort of mold to your head right okay and then the other ones with the clippers as well. But I think they, they, they're two different attachments that you can use. I'm not too sure. But, yeah, yeah, because you, you get the attachments with the different lengths, don't you? Yeah, that, that's the grading. Yes, that's right. Because normally I have the back of my head shaved on a number four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a zero all over, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm, uh, I'm a number four. Uh, but they don't put on those clip those attachments if, you know, you have it. But... Uh, the one that I got was uh, actually from Amazon. Mm. Um, it's, it's currently unavailable, but it was about £35, £40. And it was a, a Solympia professional hair clipper cordless yeah. hair trimmer kit for men. And that mm. one has se- uh, several different gradients and a comb and, you know, all of that sort of thing. And it, I think it's got a beard shaver in it. as you know, you know, It can be used with beard shaver as well. Charges over USB. Mm-hmm. Uh, shows you, you know, how much percentage left it's got on its power and stuff like that. My hair's been done three times now, and it's still got loads of power uh, left on it. Um, but my, it was funny because my wife turned around and she said to me, um, oh, "You spent all that money when you get, uh, your haircuts only cost like seven quid. Mm. You know, you'd be able to get back to the hairdressers by then." I said, "A." I don't want to look like a hippie when I walk into the hairdressers. And B, your haircuts cost 80 quid. Are you going to argue? They <laughs> well, do, not they? They, send they do. It's quid. unbelievable. Yeah. Un- unbelievable how much they, they charge women for hairdos. It's absolute rip-off. Absolute rip-off. Because, let's face it, cutting hair is cutting hair, isn't it? Yeah, but it's... It, it... <laughs> 
I'm just thinking, uh, not that I really watched it this week, but I remember watching uh, Adam Sandler with the, is it Zohan? Yeah. <laughs> Where he cuts the women's hair was slightly different, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, they have you know they have weird and wonderful styles. They get it bleached, they get it dyed. You know, it's not like men. We just go in there rough and ready, and it walk in and out. So it's yeah, that's true, that's true. But you know, it's like no wonder that women get like cups of coffee and stuff like that when they go for the haircuts because they're all de- they're there all morning, aren't they? Well, for them, it's an experience, isn't it? For us, it's something that we have to do. Yeah, that's what I mean by Zohan. If you, if you re-watch a part of Zohan cutting hair, yeah, it's definitely an experience for women, and they do enjoy it. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but yeah, so, yeah, I've got, got my, yeah, I've got the clippers, and mm. my wife every couple of weeks just, you know, goes over it, and away we go. So, yeah. Um, what have you been up to this week? Well, it's very difficult. A bit, um, not too much. A bit, of, a little bit of gaming, uh, playing the obvious. Actually, to be honest, it's not been much more I wanted to do. Even though, although there was another game I'll mention if I remember to do it, remind me. And I did try and send it back to Microsoft, but I missed the fourteen-day term and conditions, mm-hmm. so I didn't weren't allowed to. Unfortunately, but even I, even though. To be honest, they, they got two terms with that regarding how long you play a game and how long you've actually had it in your bo- in, on your box. I think they should, the 14 days shouldn't count. I think it should look it should be a amount of hours that you've played it or not played it, if you were with me. Yeah, well, I must admit, I did try it on once for Microsoft, but they turned me down with it because um, I got a game that... I completed it less than Well, I mentioned that because I don't, I don't know if you've played it. I've mentioned it anyway now, but uh, it was that shark game, Maneater. Oh, right. Okay. So you've played Maneater. Is it and awful? It is awful. And it's, I'm disappointed that I didn't think about it earlier that to, you know, even though I've played it very, very minimally, they will not give me a refund for, for um, because I went over 14 days, yeah. which was by about a couple of days. It wasn't, do you know what I mean? It wasn't that far over. Mm-hmm. So this is it. You have to be careful with digital games and <clears throat> hence, you know, purchasing a di- at least a disc game, you can send it back and get some money back off it. Well, the when- thing is, they the say that you can send, you know, you can get your money back for any reason to Microsoft, but the, it's not right. As long as you've used it for less than two hours, yeah. that's what they say is you can get your money back, you know, no matter what. That's a lie. Yeah, it is. It is because um, I completed a game in an hour and they give two hours so i thought well i'll have my money back then and it said no you've completed the game you've got the whole game of score well, that's thought, fair well, you did try it on there well yeah but well yeah okay it was trying it on a little bit but also they do say you know for whatever reason you can send it back for it within two hours if you played it less than two hours and i had yeah but that that's um, there is, it does not say in their terms and conditions that unless you've completed it. Yeah, yeah. I know I was trying it on. <clears> you were trying it on. I think I think it's. I thought might as well. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's yeah. <laughs> so I wanted this thing else I want to talk about later on, but I have to leave the page open on a certain book I've got here. But there we go. Okay. So, so yeah. So what else have been doing? Yeah. So I. I've picked up because I'm not been, been buying games at all. Really, I've just gone downhill there. 
Um, I've just been trying to keep a track of my pre-orders. I've been doing other things. Mm-hmm. And I had to write that to make a list because I've forgotten. Because I've got, for example, there, I've got the, the score to Parasite, which I pre-ordered in February, mm-hmm. and the plants in Italy. So that was where one of the biggest outbreaks happened, didn't it? And they got a complete lockdown. Yeah. So the plants, I think, just about to reopen. So it's, still, it's not even been pressed yet. So I've had to keep an eye on on bits and pieces just to remind myself without forgetting. So at least I, I can, if, if I need to, just send an e- polite email asking how you're getting on. Otherwise, it's easy to forget what you've pre-ordered sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think at some points you sometimes will think, well, what's that, what's that bit of post turned up? And you realise, oh, yeah, I ordered that, didn't I? You don't remember thinking of pre-ordering have you pre-ordered anything sort of like big plastic and playstation 5 no and i'm not going to either <laughs> at the moment i've got no reason to purchase a, a water heater router radiator however whatever memes that they're doing at the minute for it <laughs> but yeah no it's it's not going to happen at the minute i don't i don't need to if there was a game I wanted to play with it outright, I you know I maybe would do. But I can play, for example, The Last of Us Part Two. I can play on the PlayStation and the Pro. So, mm. and it still looks pretty good. You know the graphics are. You know, you know we're coming. That's the tail end of the the cycle, and that's going to be better than what you're going to get at the beginning of a new cycle. To be honest, obviously the, the you know the some of the games are going to be 60 frames per second and all this. But yeah, no, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> not at the moment i don't know about you, you you're thinking about it aren't you uh i have yeah uh with shop two you put your penny down <laughs> yeah and <laughs> xbox yeah well i will do as i say i'll do that a little bit later uh once i've sorted out the um the correct way of logging in because it's it's faffing around right now as we were doing earlier but uh i did i did see there's, there's been a there's been a couple of scores i've been after recently so i picked up for seven pound on ebay the soundtrack to true lies mm-hmm. and uh, that as i say the blu-ray don't even exist still and the, the 4k is in the works but this rate i can't see i can't well, see it ever coming out true lies have never actually made into hd no it hasn't it's never been released on blu-ray because that's been one movie that i've been looking for for years yeah, and it was supposed to be uh, getting a HD re- uh, release, and it was who directs it. It's um, my my brain's completely gone. Uh, I think it was James Cameron. Yeah, James. Ca- I thought it was James Cameron. Yeah. Um, and uh, James Cameron, in a, a interview, said that he was working. Uh, on it but you know now he's gone you know gone off to do different stuff again well he's i think the abyss so, as well was being touted as well but yeah i've been told i was talking on twitter to um a guy that does a review site for 4k blu-rays and everything else so i mm-hmm. use he's my go-to person to, to find out what's happening and he says, yeah, it's not only going to be anytime soon. I think at the moment, the way the world is, uh, it's, you know, probably been put on hold maybe. But I did watch it this week, funnily enough, even though I'm not going to talk about it in movies. I, I did watch it again. And the actual, the quality on, on Sky Movies is, is is really good, actually. That's one consolation. I, I have to admit, I actually think that they actually have the HD version of it, like digitally, but, you know, not 
they've never just committed it to Blu-ray. Well, it's the same because a, a film that you and I would really love to have an actual disc copy of 4K is Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Now, yeah. it is available on iTunes in 4K, but that's no mm. good to man or beast as far as I'm concerned. No. You know, but... Uh, well, it but is, yeah. it's all right for me. Oh, yeah. But I still want the disc copy personally. Yeah, I want the disc copy to go in that collection. You know. Thinking of that, I've also ordered Star Trek shorts Blu-ray as well. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I've got. I don't even know actually probably how much I've. <clears throat> I've got a few Star Wars pre-ordered, haven't I? So for me, that's that was a, a biggie. Mm. But yeah, so I did. So another another score that I on the uh, I can never remember their name. Actually, it's terrible. The uh, Verisan Saraband label. Um, they've just got the Running Man Deluxe Edition on pre-order. Right. And I was always after the score in some shape or form. If you try to find the original pressing, it's like it's like hotcakes to, to, to pay for it. It's, it's terrible. But um, there was a CD lying around, but now they've got an expanded version. So the original pressing, I think, had about 17 tracks, and it's going to go to 35. Mm. And it's a, it's a nice double gatefold pressing with some nice artwork. So, so yeah, so I couldn't say no to that. North Thunderbirds, by the way, I have pre-ordered that as well. So have I. Um, it was that was a no-brainer for me, to be honest. Yeah, the 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 bright blue records. Yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah, I had that. I, well, so, uh, it amused me when you were sent us that over because I'd, I'd seen it and I'd already ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw it on Norman Records, so I did it on them. I did it with them. They're, they're one of the people that I I've got email alerts from on on Twitter. Mm. So I saw it on there before I saw it on. Um, any other other place such as Jerry Anderson's website and stuff like that, which that came probably about another half an hour later on my on my list to look at, mm. you know. But uh, but yeah, be interesting to see who comes first. I know yeah. last time your, your your UFO turned up before mine did, even though I was in the states at the time. But mm. so uh, <clears throat> yeah, so did, so well, so so I did do a watch party last night, which I'll talk about later in movies. I'll leave that for that. Um, and just one other thing, a quick thing is about phishing emails. Now, I know probably you and me, we're probably very on the ball normally with this regarding emails. I get them so, I get so many of them. And the recent ones I've been getting was for my, my TV license. Right. And so I, it says there, it looks legit as it comes, but I, I checked, I, I haven't logged onto my TV license. My TV license goes out every month on direct yeah. debit, anyway, like most of us do. And I thought, I just, I popped in for ages, so I logged into the site, reset the site up to get in, and I saw that, that my my actual um, account number for your tr- for your license was different to the one on the phishing email. Hmm. So, yeah, that was pretty much. But the other day, what is it like when you normally wake up in the morning and you look at Twitter or, or your phone or an email and you're not exactly with it? Mm-hmm. And I did that the other morning, the other Saturday, and it said there that I'd logged into my Microsoft account and and I thought, and uh, I wasn't, I wasn't awake. And what did I do? I hit the button to check it, didn't I? Which gave the phishing email my my details from mm. my Microsoft account. <laughs> so I rushed downstairs, got on the PC. I tr- I was trying to. Do you not have two factor identification? On? I didn't have it on that on my phone. Right. So I ended up going downstairs, logged on. I logged on, changed the password. Then I saw him trying to access the password via my second email address, which I ignored. 
And then I started freaking out because I got me got some um, account details there, which I don't want going out anywhere else. But I was able to um, put a stop to it, hopefully, and uh, nothing else happened after that. And the account is pretty much tight. Well, um, unless you were, you know, if you put on a two-factor identification, then it won't be an issue because it'll have to, it'll have to have a code generated from your phone. No, that's or right. Whatever you put your thing on. Yeah, so it doesn't did, matter if they've got your username and password. They won't do anything. Can't get no, anywhere. No. So what I did was I downloaded the verification app. Yeah. And use that. Yeah. And I've used that. I use that, and I've also done the same with with PayPal. I went through all my accounts that Saturday morning and changed every password mm. just to be safe. But it just annoyed me because I'm really pretty hot on that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I normally you can you can you can click on the email and see where it's come from as well, and you know it's a phishing email. Mm. But yeah, that one caught me that, that morning. I was a bit annoyed, but yeah, sort of wasted a Saturday morning trying to muck around doing it. Yeah. So when's your uncle that you never knew actually uh, going to be giving you his uh, 16 million on your will as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had some. Of those, I've had some of those weird emails. I've had some really um, other ones that you just I won't even repeat on here to be honest. It's, well, I'll tell you, I'm the luckiest person ever because. I have actually won about, oh, I don't know, 200 lotteries so far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely unreal. I must be worth trillions. I think, I, I, think, I, say. I think one of the biggest ones I had one day was some woman was contacting me saying she was stuck in a country and couldn't get out. And she said, you could send me some money over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So anyway, should we, should we, should we move on? Uh, well, I haven't said what I've been doing yet. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We well, did start so, to, so I, that's why I said it. Yeah, so um, my uh, week's been generally a little bit uneventful. Um, I've uh, been chilling and watching a lot of Modern Family, which we'll talk about later on. Mm. Uh, going for walks, so I'm, uh, trying to cut down on the food, trying to get out more, do more exercise, that sort of thing. And it started to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I've uh, lost uh, about six or so pounds. Mm. Uh, so far um i've also picked up uh, a zion smooth for gimbal for my mobile oh that's right yeah when you texted me about that, i thought what you on about <laughs> yeah so it's got some really quite uh cool features so mm. uh it's got the uh, focus pull and zoom which gives you the vertigo effect um on um you know, on your videos if you want it to. Uh, it comes with its own little sort of like adaptable tripod. Um, but using it is the most weird thing in the world because the the camera just, or the, the phone just keeps perfectly still while you move. You know, you can, you move it up and down, but it tilts as you move it. Wh- yeah. Whatever direction, it'll um, accommodate you, that to a certain extent. What size camera does it fit in the um... well, it's, it's not camera it's mobile that's what i'm on about phone sorry right well i've got an iphone 11 yeah and how how what's the width of that uh about 4.8 centimeters 4.4 centimeters something like that reason being the one i i've got one something i've got something similar that i use for youtube mm-hmm. but um it's a little bit tight on now and when you open it up stretch it open to plunk your phone in it's just a bit tight on it so i'm trying to look for another one yeah I mean, my one was cheap as chips, and it did what it needed to do, but I just want to get another one there so I can just do some more 
movie soundtracks on my YouTube channel. Well, I, w- I would recommend this one. I mean, I got it for QVC, but um, it's available on um, Amazon for $89.99. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it is really good. comes with an app. Uh, there are controls on the uh, stick itself so that, you know, you can control uh, the zoom with like <clears throat> a little windy button on the side. And there's various different other controls. You can, It'll do a... Uh, track and trace as it were so if you focus it on something it the camera will as best it can stay on that so you, that could be a person or whatever so mm. if you wanted to do uh you know a video of yourself as it were you could do that but i just thought it'd be quite a nice nice thing just to get my um videos a little bit smoother because you know what it's like holding a mobile phone it's not a natural thing in the slightest whereas well, no, this is it. very natural yeah because i i actually didn't mention this yet so i i i got delivered uh last week my waxworks box set for ennio morricone's um the thing from john carpenter yeah and that came with a another album a 12 inch album called the lost cues from the film mm-hmm. So I did do a I did do a, a, a sort of an unboxing on you on on Twitter. I just left it on there, and it's the phone sits in 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 the cradle fine. It's a bit tight though, and but I don't use any sort of function with it, which I'd like to do. So hence I want to get something different. So this one's just a, all it does is hold a cradle in it. And that's all it really does. So it's a mobile phone cradle. It, it's not yeah. a gimbal. It is yeah because it's got it's got it's it's, it's a tripod. That extends on the three legs as well, so you can unclip the legs and extend them to whatever height you want, and then you can move the the, the top section where the phone cradle sits in and spin it around to whatever position you want it. So that's pretty much a basic one, though. It wasn't expensive, right? But the the I'd like to find something where my phone was sitting there a bit more comfortable. Mm. Especially now the phone's slightly different, especially with the camera I got on it, because obviously I've got the um, the 8K camera and yeah. and the video and obviously the 4K video as well on it. Mm-hmm. So I just want to play around with something a bit more and try that out. Yeah. Even though I've, I've only got I've only got about 40 subscribers at the minute, but I did have a, another nice uh, message come back to me about the Last of Us Two. I did the um, I did the music from that on the Mondo Seven Inch I've got okay. from the game. But because uh, yeah, because some of my videos that actually some of them are like 2K views on them. So mm. obviously someone's watching them. Do you know what I mean? Do you get um, copyright strikes? No, I've not seen any. That's weird. Because they, they should be flagging up left, right, and centre. Yeah, because you see, what I've started to do is because obviously YouTube prefers you to do it over a twenty-minute video, don't they? Yeah. Than compared to say doing like I've been doing originally, say single tracks from from some of the albums mm-hmm. so where i've been trying it with some now that i've been doing like i did for for, for jaws actually I didn't do for for, for radius even though that one's quite got a guy viewing where i do like a 20 minute video so i'll do a selection of the score from start to finish just pause it each time and then move to another track or whatever yeah so but yeah i don't really get any grief from i don't see any youtube emails telling me to i'm being a naughty boy oh well, you're lucky i've not had one and i've got like 40 40 odd videos up there mm. do you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah it's a bit i don't know i don't know but yeah but it'd be nice to actually get something else i can use 
and I can just do a bit, do do a few more of them. Yeah, no, I've I've had videos that have got like a few seconds of get uh, of music from a um, you know a game that I've uh, streamed or put up on YouTube, and then suddenly it's a copyright strike. But you're not in, you know, you're not in. Uh, in trouble, but it's a you know it's a copyright warning. You won't get any money. Well, I thought I won't get any money anyway because I'm not monetized. Well, I'm not monetized either. And the funny thing is, I was hearing like a lot of people that a lot of these big YouTubers that might have a, have music in the background. Mm. That's what that's a big thing, isn't it? And that gets that gets swallowed up quite a bit on that. Yeah. So. But of course, the big thing now is as well on Twitch, where a lot of the Twitch streamers have been hit by the same sort of copyright software as as you know happened with uh, youtube yeah same, and same things happening it's just going to kill streaming video games well it is and it's funny because i think the the worst actually i didn't get it this time which is ironic because i did a small video of uh the score to true lies mm-hmm. I, i've got i've got a couple of groups i'm i'm in which are sort of sort of movie soundtrack related and movie related yeah and I did a video on that Facebook and it didn't get flagged where normally I, not long ago, I would have put up something there with a bit of music on it and it would get flagged that it was whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but this time, this one didn't, which I found a bit weird and I don't know why. And that was like a two or three minute bit of music. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I don't get Facebook is the worst. Instagram, I think, are pretty good. They don't, they don't give you any grief at all when you do it. And, I, and a lot of people I know do it the same as me when you're going to put up a, a piece of vinyl and show it on there that's never a problem so yeah I, I don't know it's it's a bit of a mixed bunch with doing videos yeah definitely yeah. oh yeah yeah um oh yeah just just so you know i didn't uh one of the did you see my one of my birthday presents i got did i put it on, did you see it on twitter uh, the jaws yeah pic, uh, picture yeah it's a poster in frame yeah yeah that was nice it is. It's, it's quite. It's an A3 size. It's not small at all. Mm. So because A4, A4 is a bit always a bit small, isn't it? But A3 is just a sort of right sort of size to use. It is. But anyway, yeah. So anything else? No, that's it. Okay, so should we move on to gaming this week? Yeah. Okay. So if we leave the Destiny news till we play till later, and we can chat about that while about the game, I think it'd be. A, Probably a good place to fit it. Yeah. What else have you put in here? Uh, well, I've put in about the PlayStation 5 because not everybody will have uh, seen the deep dive that um, Alan and I mm. uh, did on uh, you know, the, the, the rundown of uh, the PS5 reveal where we actually got to see the console as well. Yeah, and I, I was I say we were all we, three of us were chatting, weren't we, in a, in a private mm. group while watching it. And um, yeah. Yeah, pretty non-eventful. It, it, it was not. It won't be non-eventful for a lot of people. Obviously, those that really want a PlayStation and some of those games are up their street. But personally, as I say, as I said to you privately, Resident Evil was probably the only thing there at the moment that's a pull. But that I can get on the Xbox. So yeah, because there was a lot of games that are either available on Xbox or Xbox or PC, mm. um, or just PC. So. Um, some of the games that were on there, we saw Gran Turismo 7, either you love it or you hate it, personally, not my Bang. kind of thing. Yeah, mm. Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart, which I wasn't that 
fussed on the last ratchet and clank it was okay well, it's, it's, but i, I mean people that it's a, people that like those sort of games will, will get off on that it's it's uh it looks it looks pretty good as well i must admit but but yeah no it's um something that wouldn't be for me yeah returnal now i did like the look of that one mm. that was the sci-fi one where the uh, woman crashes on the ship and at some point she dies and then it it returns and she does the same thing again. Groundhog Day. Yeah, sort of thing. Mm. Uh, that one looked quite good. Uh, one that Alan was really into and I thought, nah, was uh, Kenner Bridge of Spirits. It Graphically, it did look nice, but... I can't remember what I saw now. I can't put the names to the, to the images. It was a bit of a cutesy one. Oh, is that the one with those creatures? Uh, it was the one where they had a creature with a ball like off the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon from years ago. Right. You know, like an energy ball sort of thing, mm. if you remember. Um, but it was blue, that one. Um, oh, yes, I remember now. Yep, I do. Yeah, that one. It was a bit cutesy. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm. So if you like Oddworld. Well, it's something you used to play on the PlayStation 1, wasn't it? Yeah. And then it jumped on to be an exclusive on Xbox. And then it jumped back. <laughs> <laughs> and then it jumped all around the place. And then it's, uh, you know, gone on here because I think that that is an exclusive if I've got it right. Uh, Godfall, which looks good, but that's going to be on PC as well. Mm. Um, the big one for me was the reveal for Hitman 3, which is going to be the closing of that trilogy. But that's going to be available on Xbox and PC. Mm. Uh, as you said, Resident Evil. Uh, Pragmata, which was another one that looked quite good. That was on Xbox and PC. Is that the Bethesda one? No, no, no. I've taken off the Bethesda one because <laughs> we wanted good games. Oh, on here. Did it, oh would, it, would, it, would it bug ones out when, that, you, when you read it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. ones that uh, work on day one and you don't have to wait six months for the game to be released and then get charged for your I inventory. Think that's in bit, I think that's a bit harsh. I think that game might be okay, but obviously we'll wait and see. I, I'm not I, too sure. I think that that's a bit accurate, mate. Come on. Fallout seventy six percent off, um, and then also the big announcement about uh, Horizon Forbidden West, which is uh, you know probably, but I think we all knew that was going to be out on the next gen. But then the other big one was a, the release of a PS three game on the PS five, which is Grand Theft Auto Five Enhanced Edition. Yeah, and for those that are playing it like mental, get get a lot of money back on it for the in-game currency, don't they? Yeah, I mean, what I would uh, suggest, uh, or I'll say it as well about this one, is it's 2021. It's going to be released. So it's not going to be like launch day or anything like that. But if you're a Xbox or PlayStation current-gen fan thinking, I'm not going to bother upgrading because I'm going to get Grand Theft Auto 6 on my console, I think that that's pretty much put the last nail in the coffin for Grand Theft Auto 6 ain't coming on this gen now. It'll be the next gen, if at all. Yeah, who knows? I mean, that could be working in conjunction with something else, couldn't it? I mean, I wouldn't say that they've been working on five enhancements all this time since this came out. No, but they then went on to... The cowboy one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, and they've done two of them now, haven't they? So, mm. so I, I just, I don't think there'll be a GTA six on this jet. Mm. I think that, I think that that's confirmed. 
GTA's at its end. You know, you're having one game this gen. It'll be the next gen. Yeah. But the enhanced might be more story. Who knows? I mean, it might, they might be worth, I mean, I think I remember playing it on the three six. Was it the three sixty? Yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it was. It was released originally on the three sixty. Yeah, and I finished it on there. Um, But then when it went when it when it transferred over on the upgrade, I never I never really played it to be honest. Mm. It's too too much of a bigger game to probably take in a second second playthrough like that. And I never got on that well with it. I, I never do seem to get on that well with uh, most of the Rockstar games. Don't know why I keep buying them. <laughs> they, they don't play <clears throat> games. I, they're not games I enjoy that much. I enjoy the worlds, but I, mm. for the story, I just it always feels like it's too busy with the phone going every five seconds and stuff like that. I just can't be bothered. Well, I, say, I, I don't mind those sort of games. I mean, actually, I did, I did look at putting back in fallout 4 actually because mm-hmm. i haven't played a, a fallout game for an age now you know and uh i thought you could <clears throat> going on you fallout because you paid a bomb for that set yeah no it's it, i i haven't really i can't bring myself to put it on at the moment i can't go it's one of these you know we do get these uh occasional games that we regret do you know what i mean so that was one of them for me what's it yeah, but I mean, I know it's apparently it's been fixed since then. There's a load more content out there. I had a huge update actually when I put it when I did a, an update check on games that I haven't got in the discs version of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe one day, who knows? But there's other games that have got got much more life in them in in the next three years that compared to to that. So. <laughs> and we know what one you're talking about there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which we'll, well we'll we'll talk about that when we talk about the gaming. But uh, yeah. So, uh, so are you going to ever get a PlayStation 5? I'd like to say yes, but I don't have... You see, when I bought my Pro, I had so many games I wanted to play at the time that for me that was the right time to buy it. Mm. So I, I completed La- The Last of Us, The Uncharted, the latest Uncharted games, and a few other bits and pieces I was playing. All right, there is still a few games I've still got to play on the Pro at the moment. So I don't think, you know, I mean... The diehards may well go by go for for both, but it's no need. I think I think you can wait. Who's not to say that they don't bring another version of the PlayStation Five and tag it as another Pro later on in the cycle? Well, I have no doubt that they will. Yeah, whether or not that be a, a far a, a, something to match the Xbox because I know they're not. Oh, they're quite close anyway. I don't want really to get into any slagging matches here, but they're quite close regarding specs. Yeah. And the Xbox, it, it's it's a it's it's more the specs are slightly different, and they do they might show it differently, but with with different types of technology, you're going to get something very similar looking on the game anyway. But yeah, who who knows? At the moment, I, I, I I'm quite happy to 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 use my Pro. It doesn't sound too bad as with jet engines. <laughs> <laughs> that may well change with with the Last of Us Part Two. Who knows? We'll find out in in a few days' time, hopefully. Yeah. When so get, what? Sorry, go on. No, just when they get shipped to us, we'll uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, we both will, won't we? Because we both ordered it. So yeah. So what about the design of the five? I, I I I don't actually mind it. It looks pretty cool, giving it that 
I mean, they've been black. They've always been black. The, the PlayStations, other than the original, which was a grey, completely different design to the rest. But it's not a bad design. But it, aesthetically, it's going to to have that design. It's got to sit nicely in your center, in your entertainment center, should we say? Mm-hmm. And it might sort of look out of place a little bit. Now, compared to that to the Xbox, which is just a black box, the shoe box, the shoe box, we actually sit quite nicely in this room next to everything else I've got because my everything I've got is black. But that would mm. just stick out like a sore thumb. But it, you know, they've gone for a different design. For whatever reason, I don't know. I don't understand about having all the curves in it. I would say there's a lot of dust traps in that, personally. And as, a, uh, as opposed to the shoebox having a effectively uh, grated uh, hold top, where all the dust will fall straight into the well, mechanism. No, it, I don't think it will because I think that's a fan area, so that if it blow it out, I might be wrong. Mm. But but yeah, but no. Joking aside, it, it looks okay, but it's. It's it's not going to sit in it underneath most people's um, TVs. It's going to look out of place a little bit. And it's a huge beast of a machine. It's much bigger, yeah. taller-wise than the, the uh, Xbox One X. And it, it is. And, and don't get me wrong now. I, I'm going to defend the Xbox here a little bit because they've had so much grief over doing a digital copy of a machine in the past. And yes. we all know that there is something in the works of Microsoft and they've nicknamed, they've called it Lockhart. So there is going to, there was going to be a, at some point, a digital version of the new box, but they looks like they decided to keep that till later because they got a lot of grief at last time. Now, now Sony have come out and said, Oh, we've got a digital version, you know, go and give them some grief over that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because they got a lot of shit. Microsoft did out of that. And I think that was a bit unfair. And, so they've released two SKUs off the back at the same time. Now, maybe the reason for that is going to be because the the the, the disc version, that SKU, is probably going to be a bit pricey. Yes. So where you might look at a £100 difference between that and the digital version, that digital box might sit at 499 compared to the other one at 600 maybe. So therefore, they're still... If, if the Xbox is going to be, let's say that's 499 as it is, they've got something to compete with it. Mm. So, you know, I don't know. It, we, we're not going to get the full story now for a couple of months, are we? Because Microsoft have got another another show, I think, is it in July or August? Might be August. Yeah. And then Sony are going to bring out another few more shows, probably showing some more gameplay, but obviously everyone wants to know the prices. But it's who's going to bite first is the interesting thing with that. Mm. And depending on whether or not you've got in your in, in there in the develop well in the the company's mind, if they they think they've got it set right for what they need, then it won't matter. But we've had that in the past with E3 where Microsoft went first, then Sony decided to pull the reins in slightly to, to, to edge in front. Who knows how that's going to that's going to unfold? But we'll have to just wait and see on that. Yeah. Well. Excuse me. I don't, I don't know whether or not you saw that there was a price leak uh, as well for the PS5. Oh no! I didn't know. What was that then? Uh, so the price leak was uh, for the PS5 being five nine nine. Right. Now, uh, because it was put on Amazon, and evidently it was taken down really quick. Yeah. But not quick enough for people to capture, evidently. Um, and my theory is. The digital version will be three nine nine to four four nine. Okay. Um, and then the full version 
will be five nine nine. So do you think Microsoft's Xbox will sit in the middle of that? That skew will be for say as they are going to be four. I think they'll go four nine nine. I reckon it'll be four nine nine. Yeah. Four four nine at the uh, at the lowest. Mm. And then from Sony's point of view, having the digital version as a cheaper price. Yeah. But again, it's yeah. There's it doesn't matter whether it's Xbox or PlayStation. There's a do's, there's fours and against regarding a digital box. Mm. You know, so we'll see on that. I, it's, it's interesting to see how this is all going to pan out. And again, it's a waiting game for us mm. just to see. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that uh, finishes. And then who's going to buy it first? Because I think you want to get your pre-orders in theoretically for the production. And obviously, you remember they were saying that the PlayStation would have been a bit tough to get hold of. Well, that's why I've gone to shop too. Mm. Yeah, I wonder how many people are going to trade in their old boxes this time. Because mm. will you be able to do that? Because will you have places like Game and CEX available to do it? You might not. CEX will be there. And rip you off, stupid. Yeah. But uh, I say, just due to the way the world is, I mean, I don't know if they're... CEX might be open tomorrow, because that's when most shops are going to reopen anyway, so... All, the, uh, the North Allerton one's opening. Oh, is it? I'd have to look at my local one just out of curiosity because so I like to go in there and see if I can pick up some cheap cheap movies. But they, they've been um, traded right throughout anyway, digitally. Or, you know, uh, postage-wise. Oh, okay. Because uh, my son's been buying stuff from them, you know, mm. ordering it because, uh, you know, he's old enough to have his own little debit card. Right. So, you know, he gets his pocket money, that gets paid into his bank, then he goes and, you know, buys whatever uh from the shop and then they just mm. post it out yeah yeah so oh, ironically i've just had a youtube um come up on my phone saying uh microsoft responds to the xbox um xbox delay on on, on pricing or something i don't know I'll, I'll look at that later on that should probably just be clickbait for youtube who knows but we'll see oh, it definitely will be clickbait for youtube <coughs> okay should we do the releases uh yeah Oh yeah, I've got I've got new. I'll I'll tell you about this. Uh, My glasses have been break have been broken, and the ones the main ones I always use are like they got a cut in them, so you got you know the two different bifocal and all that, and you can't really tell. But uh, Mm. but what happened is the frame had come away from the lenses, so when you when you put your head down, they just fall off. So I've got a new set of frames yesterday from from uh, Specsavers. Yeah, that weren't cheap just for the frames, and she she put the lenses in the frames. So, yeah, so I can actually read properly without them falling off at the moment. Oh, well, that's good. But, uh, yeah, that was um, that was 50 quid for, for a set of them to do that. Mm. Took them two minutes to do it. Well, not two, it took about five, ten minutes to, to put them in there and set them in there. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's good that you can actually uh, get the, the right frames because the glass nowadays is cut to the frames isn't it exactly so, so mm. they had a, they did have a set of the, exactly the same frames and mine yeah. was pretty much worn on the side because all the all the paintwork has started to come away so this is a brand new set of frames and you know so i'm, I'm glad i've got them anyway so they all fit nicely mm. now so yeah. so shall i read you a new release they might as well shouldn't I? I i can see yeah go on then so we've got grifflands on the pc so we start with the 15th of the uh, 15th of june 2020 after this, we've got Elder Scrolls Online with Stadia for Bethesda, from Bethesda on the 16th. Disintegration, PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One from Private Division. I don't even know what that game is yet. I don't know about it. We have Desperados 3, again, on all three three uh, 
Xbox, PlayStation, and uh, PS4 on the 16th. On the 18th, we've got Bus Mechanics on the PC from Aerosmith. Well, not Aer- yeah, Aerosmith, yeah. Best Friend Forever, PC and Switch from Alliance on the 18th. Walking from Tiny Build on, on PC and Xbox. 19th, we Walking. Waking, sorry, yeah. Waking, that is, waking Simulator, sorry. <laughs> we have, for the 19th, then, we've got the Academy First Riddle on PC from Snapbreak. Iron Fury, Iron Fury, should I say, PlayStation, Switch, and PC from IC 3D Realms. Obviously, Last is Part 2, PlayStation 4. And then we've got the Coma 2 Vicious Sisters, PS4 and Switch from Snapbreak. Burnout Power Rush Remastered for the Switch, if that's your bag on the 19th again, and YS Memories of Solitaire Remaster on the PS4. So, a nice little bundle of stuff there. A couple of good games there, actually. Burnout Paradise on the Switch would be brilliant. Yeah, that's, that may well be a nice little game, actually, for that sort of screen to play. Mm-hmm. As long as it... I bet you, though, it would be expensive on the Switch. It'd be 35 quid. Yeah, it's a bit much, though, isn't it? For an old game... I think I don't think they can Nintendo, do they? For the Switch, they they're all they're all so pricey that you know. You pay for a different type of technology though, because it's much easier to print a disc than it is to wire up a cartridge, isn't it? Mm, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'm sure that that sell well. Obviously, Last of Us Part Two, everyone's been waiting for that. I've stayed away from every spoiler possible. I've not even seen a, a playthrough of any of it. I don't know about yourself. Though. Have you kept away from anything at all? Have you, do you know anything about it or? Uh, well. <clears throat> kind of, you know, I've seen a couple of uh, clips of it, but they're not spoiling the story. Mm. Where some have been, apparently, haven't they? Not that I've seen. It's oh, okay. Other games, yeah, but not not uh, yeah, not the ones I've uh, I've seen in terms of the videos of The Last of Us yeah. Part Two. Stadia is a bit of a poor platform of late, so I don't know why Elder Scrolls Online will be going on there because I don't think anyone plays Stadia these days at the minute. Um. Maybe they try to get people to go on it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, everyone was sort of really beefed up for that platform, but it's sort of fallen on its ass, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I, I wonder if it'll be around next year. Yeah, only time will tell. If they, I mean, there was a lot of games that people were playing with Stadia, with Assassin's Creed and all sorts. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's worked that well for them. No, no. The the infrastructure's not there to support it. No, I mean, I was trying, unfortunately, my, my, where I was, I was trying the, the Xbox uh, cloud. Now I've got ultimate sort of uh, data on my phone. Mm-hmm. It, took, it took me controller into work to see how, see how Destiny would run from where I was. Obviously, it depends, obviously, where you are uh, for signal. Um, but it did run, actually. I did actually log on to Destiny at lunchtime when we and have a quick run around. But uh, yeah, that that, that's, that means I need help, doesn't it? I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, should we go to our gaming this week then? Yeah, I think we've both been playing the same game. Yeah, so which is else, lots of news for. I think everyone will. The non-Destiny people will switch off for the next hour. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so as you as you're probably going to be aware that Destiny had their. I suppose it's their version of E3, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. we're going to call this. It was only an hour long, but what we we they they decided to, I think, go out all guns blazing with this. I wasn't expecting what what we were going to see. Mm. Just set the stall out, certainly. 
Oh, God, yeah. And to, to start with, first of all, they brought out a, a trailer for the for next season's, or should I say next year's content, which obviously starts around September. Which is actually a, a big release like The Taken King, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah, yeah. So we're going to be getting story content and and everything else with that. <clears throat> and to see to see that that we're going to get Europa as a, as a new as a new planet, and that the Stranger's back. More importantly, which were, I we haven't seen seen her since. Oh, I can't remember how long ago that was now for Destiny. Well, Destiny one was it? I think that the was last it was was it? Yeah, yeah, it so, was the end of Destiny one where she gave you the gun. Because you completed the mission. That's it, yeah, yeah. And that was a stranger's rifle, if I remember rightly, which we're going to get back, mm. aren't we, for, as well as a part of the the content you're, you're going to pick up if you're going to go for the, uh, the, the, the the digital version on the special edition. You will be getting that picked up with, with the game. Yeah. Uh, I thought, just just holding back off of that at the minute, regarding, so it was called, they decided to call it Destiny, was it Beyond Sorry, I'm, I'm Beyond just, Light. Thank you very much. Just on that at the moment, I think that looks pretty cool. I know we haven't seen a lot uh, regarding some content, and I think we're going to the way we're going to get this new planet. But at the same time, they Bungie was saying that the game's getting too big, and I can get that. And I don't know about you, but on some of my 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 one of my machines, every time I do an update for Destiny, my hard drive's not big enough. I have to take something off. Yeah, it is getting to be a big game, but. I, I don't like the idea that they're taking planets away from us. Yeah, because we're going to be losing, uh, we're going to be losing Io, Mars, Mercury, Nessus, and Titan. Now they're going to be put into like an archive. So depending on whether or not, I don't know if the the pyramids are going to, you know, they could blow them up maybe for all we know, and there'd be no more, depending on how they want to play the story out. Yeah. And after we had that little mini live event of the pyramid getting blown up by uh, <clears throat> by Rasputin that happened last week, mm. which was a little bit of a non-event because it lasted for about 90 minutes, but it did look pretty cool. And when I logged in later in the evening, you could go and see the, you saw the remains in the distance ablaze in the tower. And there was people there with their foot just looking up at the, uh, the sky where all there was bits of residue flying through the sky at the time. But we're going to get, we're going to lose those five planets. We're going to get the Cosmodrome coming back and up, up, upgraded, and we're going to get the Vault of Glass as well, which is, I think, was one of my favourite raids. See, I like the Crota raid. Yeah, that, no, that was that was that was pretty good. I mean, who knows that they said they're going to be bringing back some of the old content, and this is not just to be filler as well. But they're just going to try and mix. I think they're going to mix and match a bit, and I like the idea of that. Mm. So. We're going to, I think it'd be nice to go back to the Cosmodrome and that will all be upgraded as well. We're going to see some, uh, some, some weapons as well with that as we go. Uh, obviously season of the arrivals is on at the moment, which we started to play. Yeah. And that's not too bad. I think more importantly, um, going forward, that destiny is got like a, th- they've given us a, a, a three year cycle to look at. Yes. So I don't know if you put have you put it in there. I can't really see now if you've got it in there. Uh, da, 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 da. Not the three year, not the three year cycle. Yeah. So I don't want to just sit in dead dead space, but we're going to see. They've already planned out another two years to follow this, mm. and I think it's pretty good for them to do that. I like the idea of that 
and they're they're being committed. So we obviously know there's not going to be a Destiny three now, which I'm happy with. Well, it's not going to be for a few years. That's not to say that they don't upgrade it at some point. Well, it could be after the after these three years, they might decide to change it then. I think that they probably will because that's going to be then mid next gen cycle. Mm. So they're you know they're going to want to refresh the whole engine by then. I would have thought. Yeah, well, they have said they're going to actually going to give us cross play in about a year's time. Mm. I know we got cross saving. That that does feel like it's cross play, but it isn't, is it? So yeah. so that that that's pretty good that they're going to try and get involved with that. Uh, it's <clears throat> I just think I think I think I think because they've had a, they've had a few issues Destiny of late. They've been trying to correct a few bits and pieces with it, and I think they're going in the right direction as yeah, as a company. Yeah. I I know some people were were getting bored. I, I you and me both were with the last season. The, the last season was a uh, real grind. It was, and I didn't even get nowhere near completing that. I thought I thought you got to level one hundred. I did, but I didn't. I didn't complete the you know the you know the uh, the different the areas. Oh uh, yeah, neither, neither did I. I completed one, and I got mm. halfway or three quarters of the way through the second one, and I just thought, why am I doing this? I'm not enjoying it. It's a pain in the backside having to go and do it every time. Just yeah. forget it. And I just left it at that point. They made it too much of a grind. Um, the public events that they did, I didn't mind those so much, but they were ridiculously hard. If you, yes. you know, It was very difficult to actually be successful on those mm. events. Um, the new public events seem to be a little bit easier, but still challenging. Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 like playing Gambit though, isn't it? But I don't mind Gambit. I really I do enjoy that, mm-hmm. and it's it's the same idea that you're you're collecting moats from from killing different enemies. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, but uh, so that was so we got that, didn't we? Got the new dungeon that's arrived. Yeah, we got and, the new moment to try of. Yeah, that'll be kicking in later later as well. So I think there's there's a lot more to, to play with. Yeah. And I don't know if you know about it, but you know the uh, the shotgun that you get. Sorry, the grenade yeah. launcher. Yeah. Which I quite like that. I I've, I've been sort of attached to that quite a bit, but it's broken at the moment. Mm. And people that have been using it in some non in some end game activities are finding out it's wiping out the the enemies pretty quickly, especially the big bosses. So probably expect a little a little um, update patch for that at some point. Mm. But I quite like it. I've, I've been using that along with some of the some of the new the new the new water rifles. Pretty cool, I thought as well. I've been uh, been using that quite a bit and just starting to grind. And I like the idea. Have you been to Have you been to see uh, you know for Gambit? I I haven't been into Gambit. I've done the uh, on the quest line for the public event where you then <clears throat> get the things. You go back to. Uh, I forgot what's his name, the guy who does Gambit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, him, and uh, you then put things in that oven thing, and then it gives you other engrams, which you can then, you know, get weapons or whatever from him as a result of that. Yeah, and if you if you go to the first part on the, the left, drifter, that's it, the drifter. Yeah. So if you go into that first part. They can they can come out quite high up level. Mm. So you look at where it says like sort of like ten fourteen. They're coming out at ten eighteen nineteen. Yeah. 
So it's going to boost your level up. We've got a level cap of 1060 at the moment for this season. And yeah, but I, I just, I'm really looking forward to, I'm really enjoying it. It's just, I just, I don't know. It's, it's people say I must be bonkers playing this game as much as I do, but I, I really do enjoy it. And there's a lot of satisfaction on a shooter mechanic that you can't beat anywhere else, to be honest. Mm. And the best version of it is still PC. <laughs> Yeah, so they say, but I mean, when we when we get to the uh, new Xbox in uh, say November, I will be playing at sixty frames per second. Then, so it'll be interesting to see how that looks. It looks gorgeous at sixty frames a second. Trust me. Yeah, looks yeah. even better at faster frame rates. Obviously, and obviously, what what they're doing is um, like everything else. We're going to get a free upgrade when you've got your new console, whether it's a PlayStation Five or the. Mm-hmm. With Xbox, Xbox, you'll be getting the upgraded version of the game for free, which is good, like everything else. Uh, yeah, I love it. And is there any, anything that particularly stands out for you about all what they've been talking about over the last last couple of days with this? Uh, well, I think that the uh, thing about wielding the the darkness, you know, is that you know with new mysterious powers that they're going to uh, be giving us, that's going to be uh, interesting. So that you know. Like uh, as well as having the arc of the solar and the void, you know, having different powers that we've never used before. So I want to see what that's going to be like. Yeah, because the the idea I think is it's it's going to be a, a new addition, but it will attach to the others that are already there. Mm. So I think yeah, that will be that would be really good. I mean, the idea of bringing out um, some of the older stuff as well, I think, which is which is a good idea long term and having the idea of archiving some of it as well and we're going to get some sunsetting on some some products some products some weapons as well so you know it's mm. it's a way to bring in new stuff as well whether or not the uh the vault will change i still don't know but the, i don't think they, I hope that that. they do change the vault because the the vault of glass <clears throat> wasn't one of my favorite ones i hated that I, I I hated most sections of that game. I hated the what bit I meant, where what I meant was sneak the actual, around. What I actually meant was the vault itself, where your guns are kept. All oh, right, okay, sorry, you I thought you meant the vault of glass. Yeah. No, no, the vault of glass would be, I think, would be great. I love that. Uh, that was one of my favourite ones, and I and I say I, I won't forget the first day I played it. I got the Vex Mister Class straight off the back of that. I I didn't like that that one because it was the uh, that one where you had to pile into that little room. At, a certain point or otherwise everybody died yeah and then come out you know i just i didn't enjoy that bit and i didn't enjoy the jumping bit even though i didn't have a problem with it no i didn't actually with that one because yeah you did there was one point where we were waiting for about 45 minutes while you were trying to jump over don't you remember not with the vault of glass i don't think it was yeah it was it was a vault of glass trust me it was that it was when uh you weren't comfortable with the warlock jumping where you're know, destiny one yeah, there was a there was a real horrible <coughs> jumping bit that was very short timing uh, on was it. Was that the bit? Was that the bit where you could look to your right and you go down, and there was like a little ledge? Was it that bit? Yeah, I think maybe. Yeah, the, uh, it was. You had to jump onto the ledge. Yeah, but I think I think the warlocks' floating abilities have changed a lot since then. Yeah, they have. Uh, they have which makes lot. it easier, but it also makes you more viable to get shot in online <laughs> if you know what i mean yeah 
But the, the great thing about the Warlock's jumping is that you can cancel it at a moment's notice and just go straight down. And don't break your legs. <laughs> yeah. Well, whereas, yeah. Uh, and Titans have a good, you know, a good uh, jump as well. Whereas Hunters is a very, you know, you have to be quite skillful to control a Hunter's jumping. Mm, yeah. Because um, you don't have, you know, once you're jumping, you're kind of like committed. Whereas you can cancel it on the other two. Mm. You know, what the warlock, you drop straight down and the, the titan, you sort of like glide at 45 degrees down, don't you? Mm. So, you know, you have more control over those two, but hunters are terrible for jumping. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So <clears throat> I think overall, I think I'm really looking forward to it and I, I can't wait. Um, I, I know you've already purchased the, the content for September. Yeah. And I have now as well, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but I have on PC. I have on PC. I have to admit. <laughs> so, now, but I don't. I don't think it transfers over, does it? No, I was going to. This is this is the question I'm going to ask because I made a mistake last time. Now, my thought is that when you pick up the, say, the special edi- special digital edition on one console, all you need to do is to buy the just buy the Beyond Light without the rest of it. Yes. I think that's how it works. Yes, it is, because I made the mistake of um, double-dipping on the best version. I didn't need to. No. Because the, uh, the the season pass is for the seasons. Surprise, surprise. And those uh, seasons carry with you to whatever platform that you're on. Yeah. Whereas uh, the, <clears throat> well, the new light won't. Yeah, no. And... It's it, so I will at the moment I won't at some point I will pick it up for PlayStation as well but mm. then again I don't know if I will well I suppose I'll have to really because I do bounce between the two normally the idea it works for me was that I'd have the Xbox in the lounge and the PlayStation in here mm. so doesn't matter where I'm playing I can play Destiny 2 but uh, what I'm going to probably do is probably put the new Xbox in here as well and leave yeah. the Xbox One X in the lounge Mm. so i can still go out there and play but my preferred preferred place will be in here for both consoles but because i don't play with anyone else on the playstation i've probably got no need to pick it up at the moment i can just play it in here on the xbox are you still playing with mark i haven't seen him for a while i, I don't know what he's been up to to be honest no so i've been just doing stuff on my todd but uh just uh, i'm just looking at the new map that we're going to get for for the next for the next year mm-hmm and it's nicely laid out. It's very minimalistic. So you've got Nessus on the left. You've got Europa on top top left. In the middle, you've got the tower. And above that, you've got the Vanguard Gambit and the Crucible icons. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the moon on the right. And you've got Tangled Shore and the Dreaming City sort of bottom right-hand corner. And then at the bottom, at 6 o'clock, you've got the, you've got the Earth there. And you've got two icons left and right. You've got EDZ and the Cosmodrome. Okay. So it looks it looks very much very cleaned up compared to how messy it is at the moment. Mm. So when you look at when you go to if you go to the the map as it stands at the minute, you know, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You've got about like ten items scattered on that map. Yeah. So so yeah, so it'd be interesting. Something else I've noticed, I don't know if you've have you been to Raoul and have a look at the exotics you can pick up if you haven't done the quests 
Yes, yeah, you can pick those up easy enough. So that saves you having to go to Bungie.net, doesn't it? No, no, what I mean is instead of doing the quest for the Bastion, for example, All right. you can pick up that weapon at a price from him. Yeah. And it's going to cost you It's going to cost you um, materials to do that. Don't you think that that sort of... Because I wasn't sure whether or not that was so you could pick it up uh, later on, but then again, just thinking about it, you would just go into your exotics and just create it from there. No, but these it's, are ones you haven't. These are ones you haven't got. Yeah. So there's like about four or five items there that, if you haven't done the quests, you can pick up the item from that point. Yeah, I think so, there was one that I had. I didn't have. He had. Yeah. Um, I think the only one I from there was the bastion for me. Yeah, it's, it's not worth it. No, but I might just. I might. So I've started doing the uh, the spider quests for it at the moment. Mm-hmm. But if I pick up, if I pick up during this next playthrough on the season, I will pick up the bits and pieces I need if I can just pick it up anyway. Yeah. So I might just do it that way, to be honest, just to make, just to make sure I've got it. It's actually interesting the way that what I'm just thinking here is if they take away some of the um, places that you can go, it means that you won't be able to get certain seals like Wayfarer. Probably, yeah. Because you won't be able to do everything on there. Because the ones that I've I've uh, got left for uh, getting Wayfarer, um, mm. most of them are linking directly to getting random drop of gear, so that I can't, you know, be, be, as a result of that, you know, I can't get the seal because of that. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I never get the random drops, even though I keep doing the, the same stuff where you should be able to get them, and I never get them. So I'm just trying to find it on here, actually. Now, where's the seals on here, on the, on the app? Just have a quick look. Uh, I don't think I can see them here. No, I can just see I can see triumphs. There we go, seals. There you go. So the Dreaming City, for example, if that still isn't got, that will still be there because the Dreaming City is still going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just trying to see what you got. What we've got here. I've only got... One, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Got 13 seals on here at the moment, if that's the correct, I don't know. So you've got the Flawless Seal, you've got Arrivals, Garden Salvation, Shadow Keep, Shadow Rises, Reckoner, Black Armory, Destinations, Gambit, Crucible, Law, Dreaming City, and Raids. Mm. So actually, the app's been up, I think the app's been upgraded a little bit now. It's much more intuitive with what you've got to do. So, yeah, the, the, the app's are, uh, a lot better than it was. Yeah, because you're going to. I'm actually on. I've actually gone through. Okay. I went into. Which one did I go to? I just. I go to destinations, for example. There's an, there's one for that. And actually, some of that I need to do because I'm looking at it. It's all doable for that one. Mm. To complete the Red Wall. Well, complete the Red Wall. Destinations, Curse for Cyrus, Wall Minding, complete. Forsaken. Some things. There's some things there that are incomplete for whatever reason. I do not know. But, uh, but yeah, no. I think what would happen is, do you think they will, if there's a seal there that you can't get anymore, do you think they'll give it to you? Well, they can't, can they? Because you haven't satisfied uh, all of the requirements. No, but what if they, but if they're going to take away the way you would progress for that seal, Yeah. then maybe they will just hand it to you on a plane. So the one that I, the one that I've got is a destination seal. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got, got that three, one. I, I've got three things on the destination seal to get. I thought you did, because this is the one that gives you Wayfarer, isn't it? No, I haven't. I've got 10 out of 22 done at the minute on that. I'm looking at it. On destinations, really? Yeah, I've not been doing it. I've not actually been 
Yeah. Because I've got 19 out of 22 on it. I thought you had the Wayfarer one. No, I haven't. Um, no. But uh, I've got the Destinations, Curse of Osiris and Warmind to mm. complete that badge and Destinations Forsaken to complete that badge. And yeah. then a Lost Sector one, which has, you know, I, it, that's just waiting for the um, bounty to come for a lost set for a character to go and get that. There's one character on that. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's going to stop us uh, from being able to get it because I'm sure that the one of the destinations is uh, Europa. Or is Europa the one that's... Is that staying or going? No, Europe hasn't come yet, but... Oh, no, sorry. Um, not <coughs> Europa. Um, Nessus. Yeah, so just I'm just looking at the app. So, for example, okay, uh, let's have a look. Forsaken, I just saw it a minute ago. So, uh, Lost Sectors, so Heroic Adventures completed. It says uh, that's on Titan. So, if Titan disappears, will they just... Well, they'll either they'll either they'll either complete it automatically because there's no way you can ever get it. Yeah. So I on a, on one of them, I need to get the Braytech Osprey, the uh, I uh, Ikelos SG one point zero point one, and the I Ikelos SMG one point zero point one. Okay. So that's on one of them that I've you know in order to be able to complete that collection i've got to do that so that's on uh curse of osiris and the other one uh is on um forsaken mm. and there it's a secret on oh, no, us sorry i got the right one it's not um yeah so on this one i've got to get the twilight oath and a secret victories uh banner as right. well and they're all, all of them are random drops, just not dropping for me ever. Yeah. And, it, you know, and after all of the stuff that I've done, because you know that I'm a player versus environment mm. player, and I'm not getting them, and it's frustrating the life out of me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, so, it's funny because I've got stuff on here, Destinations for Dreaming City. I've got, I've got this incomplete, but I thought I'd done that, but obviously not. So it's a bit weird. So the Dreaming City badge, I've got 7 out of 11, for example. Mm. Um, I've got a, I've got 1 of 16 on the Akabara Bones Collected, and there's a secret triumph I haven't unraveled yet for whatever reason. And the Destination Dreaming City is incomplete as well. Yeah, well, Destination Dreaming City, I've got 13 out of 18. Well, it's just incomplete. That's what it says. So that's on the gym. I don't know. But I'll have to look on the actual. I might look in the box a little bit later and see what. It, just to to see what I've got. Yeah. But they might. I think they might. To be honest, they may well either just give you it, give you the seal, because they can't not give you the seal because they're taking you away the option to get the seal. They've got to give it to you, surely. Yeah. Well. It- all it all it does is it just means that it then becomes a broken achievement or triumph, uh, sorry, a trophy to be able to get in the game because it makes it impossible to get. Yeah, so I'd, they may well, yeah, who knows how that's going to unravel yet. <laughs> but it, I mean, in terms of triumphs, I do have a seal, you know, because I've got the uh, Dawn seal. Yeah. Which is one season my... before. Because mm. you didn't play it during that season, did you? No, I mean I'm looking at the new the new seal the new seal for arrivals. Yeah. And at the moment there, I haven't got one complete yet. 
No. I mean, I'm close to it. There's a couple. I'm just looking at some of the the green lines going across to show what you've got there. Like, you know, rank acquired. I've got one of three. I've got one. Upgrade gift ranks. Yeah, gift rank. The first one. I've got that one. Yeah, so I've got one of three on that. So I don't know what I've done. Purchase gift upgrades for the prismatic recaster. Mm. Well, I've pumped loads into that, so I don't get that. Well, I've got that one. But yeah, so uh, maybe <clears throat> maybe I'm doing something wrong. Mm. But I can always Google it if need be and see what's there. What's there. Yeah. And, but yeah, so there's there's a few bits and bits. I mean, it, that might work. That could be doable. That one, maybe. I don't know. I think it will be, but you'll have to start on it now because they always make sure that there's barely enough time, isn't there? Yeah, um, some of the other ones, the, the ones that you were, the law ones, I think that, again, is something you just get as you play along. But sometimes some of that stuff is, you know, to know that works, really, to be honest. Yeah. So what's your total score for Triumphs, though? Triumphs? Mm. Uh, oh, that. That's 53,285. Yeah. So, but yeah, that doesn't matter too much because I don't play with that unfortunately i don't i don't play with three characters a lot no i must admit i don't anymore um i've more or less given up on my other characters the only thing that i do is go in and transfer all of the transferable gear over to them just to up their level a little bit more yeah i do that with the season stuff yeah that's what i do yeah uh but yeah my score on that's 54 600 mm. um but I must admit, I do like the triumphs and that because once you really get into the game, it is a way of um, sort of encouraging you to play it differently. But it's annoying when you get stuck because of, you know, trying to unlock triumphs which rely on random drops. Mm. I do yeah. think that gets on my nerves. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, no, it's all good. You know, it's, it's, going, it's going forward okay. <clears throat> So I will be playing that forever. The game will be playing until I die. I think the way it's going to be going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think anyway, any more to say on that? No, I think that's about it. Okay, so let's switch to movies, TV and streaming. Okay, so do you want to fill us in with the news you've put in there? All right, so lots of news then. So we've had the video for Bill and Ted Face the Music, um, and it's going to have a release date which moves up a week in August as well. So I'm really looking forward to this. Have you seen the video? Yes, many times. But it did. the trailer did say coming in the summer, didn't it? Well, August is the summer. I suppose so, maybe, yeah. I thought <laughs> August is fall, isn't it? But uh, I don't know. No, that's uh, October, isn't it? Yeah. So are we going to see this just go straight to digital then? Because I don't think, I'm not sure that August is going to be a time for the cinema yet. I bet. I think the cinemas will be open unless the uh, thing goes up again. Um, but it might be straight to digital, who knows. But uh, yeah, so Bill and Ted's first music will now release uh, a week earlier than planned following Warner Brothers' decision to delay Wonder Woman 1984 to October. Uh, the release of the um, Face of Music has basically been bumped up until the 14th of August um, in a, a couple of months' time. And the upcoming movie is the third in the Bill and Ted series starring uh, Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. There's obviously been a big gap 
between the original two movies, which were in 89 and 91, uh, respectively. But in terms of Warner Brothers delays, the studios announced a load of different um, things. So Mm. Tenet uh, will be delayed two weeks from July 17th to the 31st. Wonder Woman 1984 will face, uh, obviously, a jump from 14th of October to sorry august to the second of october godzilla versus kong is going from the 20th of november 2020 to the 21st of may 2021 wow that's Mm. a big jump uh tom and jerry the movie didn't know they were doing uh, that is jumping from the 23rd of december 2020 to the 5th of march 21 and the royal dial adaptation of the witches is moving from the 9th of October to sometime in 2021. There's another high-profile movie which will jump almost a full year, and that's The Matrix, uh, which will moves from May the 21st, 21, to 1st of April, 2022. Yeah, so we're going to be so- a long time before we see that. And additionally, Warner Brothers also announced that the New Line horror movie will be released on the 4th of June. Uh, 2021 yeah. while an untitled Warner Brothers uh, event film originally set for the 16th of October is no longer uh, being advertised so yeah. it's going to be a released few, there's a few more coming out um, so September September the 4th you've got A Quiet Place 2 still penned for then mm-hmm. uh, Candyman the remake should I say that's September the 25th and Going into October, as you say, you mentioned Wonder Woman. The one, the, the, I mean, Wonder Woman, I really am looking forward to. Can't wait. But another one that I'm waiting for from Bloomhouse, which is still penciled in for October the 16th, is Halloween Kills. Um, when this is going to be the second of the, the this final trilogy for Laurie Strode and Michael Myers in the Halloween series. Yeah. And then going into November, we're going to have Black Widow, uh, No Time to Die with Bond, of course which is penciled for Friday, November the 20th. And then December, we've got Coming to America, which is Coming to America 2, Top Gun 2, Top Gun Maverick, and that is 23rd. That's coming out on Christmas, near on Christmas Eve, that is. Mm-hmm. So there's still a few more. There's a lot of films to come out. I don't get how the cinemas are going to work because if the two-meter rule is going to still stand in place, it's okay for you to, with your partner to say sit together but then you're going to have to have two chairs left, right, behind and forward to give that rule. Yeah, you are. And that is quite a lot. Of, that, that means you're losing one, two, three, four, five. You're losing, so you're losing eight seats for two people. Mm. So I don't know how that's going to work. But um, cinemas running at 20% of capacity as opposed to running at the current 0% of capacity, that 20% is a lot more. Yeah. And you also have to remember... Um, as well in terms of cinemas most screenings aren't full most screenings have you know like 30 40 people in a well, hall of the cinema the, so there I should think, be plenty of room for more showings it's only when it's a big blockbuster and everybody well, i was gonna wants say to yeah obviously with the big blockbusters i mean what was the last blockbuster you saw in the cinema do you remember will it be avengers uh it was john wick three after that I don't know, because I've got that on Blu-ray. Um, I, I can't, to be honest, it's been so long since we've been to the cinema, I can't remember what the last uh, movie was, but it was something like Avengers or uh, yeah. Joker or something or other like that. 
Yeah. But then obviously you're going to get a packed screening for that. Yeah. So I don't, but, I think they're going to have to be choosing what they show because if you want, if everyone wants to see a Bond movie, you're going to have to, in, in, they're going to have to squeeze them in, in as many screens as possible for the amount of people that want to see it. What we might see is that the multiplexes actually have the same movies on at the same time, but on, you know, three or four screens for the first couple of weeks. Well, I think, so for example, like Wonder Woman comes out on the 2nd of October and the only other ones you got there in comparison will be the trial of Chicago seven, whatever that is. So you would think that depending on how it goes, that you'd have that once that one cinema will show, maybe one movie in all the screens. And that's how they have to do it. I think that's, I think, and then when Black Widow comes out, you've got still water, which would be up against it, but I can't see, you'd want to put Black Widow in, probably in every screen there, wouldn't you? And maybe have still water in one screen. Maybe. And the same for, if we go down further, so No Time to Die, when that comes out on the, on the 20th of November, you've got Soul and the Man from Toronto. So unfortunately, some of the lesser movies that may well be still be good movies. I mean, here's a good example. Friday the 18th of December, okay you've got june coming to america and west side story and they are still this i mean i know spielberg's west side story is going to be i don't know that's i mean a lot of people might not know what that is but i still think that i want to do well Mm. it's a musical at the end of the day but but then if you took that out of the if you took that out you got june which is huge and coming to america yeah so yeah it's interesting Mm. i think i think they're going to play it they're going to play it as they go and, and work out how to have what how to have to have what if something's still selling well and they're selling out every day they're gonna have to keep them in there as long as they they can i presume until the figures start to drop i just think i really i'm looking forward to going back to the cinema i can't wait because it's it's like the only night out i go i've never been one for going to pub i know you can't go to the pub now but i'm not really that bothered about going to the pub because i don't drink particularly i mean july Um, July, unfortunately, July, I think, was, I think maybe the cinemas will still be in lockdown then, I don't know. Well, some films are on the list for... You've got Mulan coming out in the middle, middle well, tail end of July as well. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this all works. I'm not sure cinemas will be open in July, so I think that the Mulan is a bit daft. Shouldn't that be pushed back? Yeah. Because I do. Do you think Disney want? I mean, Disney might put it on their own channel as a premium. I don't know. So yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. It's it's still not. Everything's not set in stone yet. I don't think with it no. regarding cinemas. But uh, yeah. So what about Blu-ray DVD releases? Uh, Blu-ray DVD releases. We've got Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn on 4K Blu-ray Steelbook on Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray and on DVD. We've also got Buster on Blu-ray. We've got Heroes Season 1 to 4 and Heroes Reborn on the Blu-ray and DVD yeah, box I can't set. I can't remember Heroes Reborn, to be honest. Um, I actually enjoyed it, but it bombed, basically. Well, I've got um, the I've got the box set for his season one before anyway, so I'm happy with that. I've got that already. Yeah, but I would like to pick up Heroes Reborn just to complete that collection because mm. I've got the box set of it as well. Uh, we've got It Couldn't Happen Here by the Pet Shop Boys on Blu-ray and DVD uh, double play. We've got I wonder what that, that was highlighted for, eh? 
<laughs> well, I'm never not normally, never normally have that on. Never normally have those sort of releases in there. But well, yeah, well, yeah, but well, I mean, you know, it's uh, you, loads of people like Pet Shop Boys, don't they? They were classic for, yeah, for no, our generation. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Lego DC Shazam, Magic and Monsters. If you like that sort of thing as well, the Blue Bru- Blue Blues Brothers 4K Blu-ray, the Call of the Wild Blu-ray DVD, and Witchcraft Blu-ray. Mm. Call of the Wild, that was with Harrison Ford, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah. My Blu-ray uh, for the Blues Brothers has been dispatched from Zavi. I had the email the other day, so hopefully I get that middle of next week. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to that because I've only had a – I think I st- my, my DVD copy, I never upgraded, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. This yeah. is how that sounds. So the charts, as, as charts can be, so from one to five, big drop for Bad Boys for Life. From two to four, we have 1917. In at three is the Jaws 4K. Two, we have Onward, which is new. And number one, we have Parasite, which I've had for months because I, I don't know where I got mine from. But, uh, but yeah, so that's probably the Europe, European release of it. Mm. Okay, so what have you been watching then? A uh, couple of things. Well, first off, I got a box set of four 4K uh, movies and... I've watched one of those movies in that box set, which is Assassin's Creed. Okay, I've I've never sat and actually watched that film. Okay, well, it's a, a bit of a reimagining of Assassin's Creed. Mm. It still follows the Assassins and Templars, um, you know, vibe for control and the Apple for Eden and all of that. It gets rid of the Desmond storyline entirely, and um, it's got Michael Fassbender. Uh, as the lead character. Uh, the big thing about this uh, movie was that they were promoting the fact that a lot of the uh, stunts were, you know, actually carried out in real life rather than it being CG. That's right, because I remember seeing, before this was released, a live stunt for this that they did, which was yeah. a Hell... I think it was a Hell-based stunt that we saw, which we used to do in the games many, many times. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, because it was all parkour that they were doing, mm. and um, you know the, the stunts in the film are absolutely fantastic. I mean, some bits, yeah, okay, the, technically they might have been done in real life, but then there's heavy CG all around it, uh, sort of thing. You know, I don't think that they've been using real locations that much, to be honest. But it, it really does depend upon uh, uh, this movie. I think it's one of those movies that you either like or you don't like. Mm. Uh, it, the animus is completely different in the movie than it is to the TV show. So the animus is like a sort of robotic arm that claps on people's sides. And then there's like a, a Dr. Octopus sort of link to the back of the neck to move that around and then hollow projections of uh, the DNA memory, you know, from the person that they're uh, taking that memory from, mm. which, you know, uh, and they sort of like get absorbed into the world, but everybody else can watch it. Whereas obviously the animus in terms of Assassin's Creed, the game is more like a little sarcophagus or a chair that you lie in. Um, and then, you know, you're submerged into this, you know, alternate reality, um, you know, or, you know, look at the past in order to explore that world. Um, in terms of the story, it does actually follow 
the overarching story arc of Assassin's mm. Creed because of the Templars uh, being against the Assassins and the Assassins, you know, um, working in the dark to protect the light, as you know the saying goes. And I actually, I actually quite like the film. It's quite a slow-paced film. There's some good action sequences uh, in it. You know, some uh, horse, you know, horse charging and uh, horse racing uh, with you know um, tr- uh, wagons being pulled along and you know stuff exploding and all of that sort of stuff and people jumping from one thing to another and um, you know lots of uh, good sort of swords playing all of that kind of thing as well yeah and i don't know why particularly why people uh, are so negative about it because as a game to movie conversion i actually think it's one of the better ones again that is not tough competition you know uh, bob hoskins and super mario for example mm. but in terms of it i actually well I would rate it as good as the uh, Tomb Raider movies, but obviously you don't have the eye candy of Angelina Jolie uh, to look at uh, no. in this movie. You know, you got Michael Fassbender instead. But you know, the um, locations, you know, even even though a lot of them are CG, they look absolutely fantastic, um, and it is quite a good story as well. So. You know, it, and, and you know, it, it is in that Assassin's Creed sort of style. It very much is like Desmond's sort of story in mm. some respects, um, but obviously the character is not the same uh, as as Desmond. So yeah, I like it, and it is true for Kate as well. That's the other thing. Mm. So it looks absolutely stunning on your screen. So as a four K movie, this is a good one to watch because you get all the you know you get that ten bit sort of colour spread, Mm. um, you know, which gives you, what, 1,024 different variations of red, green, and blue. So it gives you lots of of colour, you know, so you don't get banding or anything like that that you do on DVDs. So, yeah, really well worth watching, uh, even if it's just for the 4K. But like Mm. I said, I quite enjoyed the story. Yeah, yeah. So it's something I've never gone to because it didn't feel like the game... Do you know what I mean? And I know what you mean, but it does have a feel of the game mm. because of the story, because, you know, you're still talking about the Apple of Eden. You've got the Templars, you've got the Assassins. Yeah, and I you've got not... that leading effect that Desmond had as well, yeah. because Fastbender starts to see the past in the future, as it were. Maybe I should give it a go at some point. Oh, sorry, not Desmond, but Fastbender's character. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah I, I would. If you could get hold of the 4K, because you could pick it up quite cheap. Yeah. Uh, it's worth watching in 4K, definitely. Yeah, oh, cool. Anything else? Uh, yes, I've been watching Modern Family. Finally Yay. got round to seeing this. <laughs> and I have to admit, I'm absolutely loving it. I was watching it, and I was looking at Jay, and I was thinking, where on earth do I know you from? And it took me ages to realise that it was married with children. Oh, okay. <laughs> because it was so much younger back yeah, then, but he was, I still yeah. recognised it. But yeah. my God, you know, because what was that in like nineties, eighties, something like that? It it was married been, with it, children. It yeah, might have 
it might have been nineties. I can't remember now, but yeah, it's if you if you, he had proper hair then, didn't he? So yeah, he did. But I mean, his character is um, similar. Mm. in a lot of ways and actually his wife's quite similar to uh, yeah Sophia Sophia's absolutely gorgeous <laughs> oh she's the most stunning woman uh, but yeah fantastic show uh, I really loved it and I think that the I think why the show works mm. is because you can see aspects of your marriage in the characters because me and my wife, because my wife was sort of like, no, I don't want to watch it, don't want to watch it. So oh, really? Yeah. I just, so, uh, yeah. She hadn't had any, so for you to see this, say, I've, I've been watching it since it came out, and it's something that we watch, we watched religiously every week without fail. And we know that we would get a laugh from the show. I'd, there's never an episode which doesn't give us a laugh out loud moment. It's always. Yeah. And from the style that it's like a like a fly on the wall documentary, how they they perceive the show. Um, mm. Do you get it now? I mean, it's I mean, I've always been banging down about this program for ten years now, and people think, "What, what are you talking about? What show is this?" Do you know what I mean? I, it's, I, I, it's, it's, it's won a ton of awards it. as well. Every year, it's been winning winning awards in the states. You know. Yeah, I absolutely completely get it uh, because you look at the characters and you see your own marriage in them or your mm. own relationships. It's like there are times when, because my, my wife was like, no, I don't want to watch it, don't want to watch it. And then um, there was, because to be honest, I've, I've come to a standstill about, I don't, I've, we've now watched Life on Mars, Ashes to Ashes, and then watched Life on Mars again. I said, I can't cope with Ashes to Ashes, so quickly. That's what she said, oh, okay. No, that's what I said. Oh, okay. She wanted to watch it all again. Mm. So um, I said, well, look, let's try this. So I put it on, and she wasn't paying attention. She was looking at her iPad yeah, and stuff like deliberately that. Deliberately not really looking at it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't want to watch it. Don't want to watch it. Don't want to watch it. And then um, as time's gone on, I've had it on in the room when she's come in. And mm. she's come in, sat down, and said, oh, can't you put that off? I don't want to watch it. Blah, 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 blah. Until now, she was sort of like, well, if you want to put it on, and I'll just keep playing with my iPad. And then she's not looking at her iPad. She's watching the program and laughing her head off at it. Mm. So it's sort of like, you know, I, I crept in under the radar with this one, yeah. uh, as it were. Uh, but now she's absolutely loving it. And um, she actually watched, because I went and uh, started doing some work on the house this afternoon. She stayed at home and mm. um, uh, and did, you know, and watched some of this because my son's got in into it as well and um so they them two watched it so i came back and sat down and watched the episodes that they missed so she was actually ahead of me oh really <laughs> on it. yeah they're, they're um, only 20 minutes long you see so you can pretty much cane them yeah exactly well we're on season three. Oh, you've still got a long way to go yet though yeah i know so but what's happening what's s- happening in the story at the moment then remind me because uh they've just been talking about getting a boy, the gay couple, oh, and yeah. um, the Cam, Cam and that. Yeah, he's so over. He's so yeah. gay. But... <laughs> yeah, Cam. Uh, the the episode I just watched, Cam, uh, were uh, bet that he could pick up a woman in a bar, and then uh, she, um, you know, she gave him his number and that, and he was like saying, oh, you know, I could be straight if I wanted to, and all this, that, and the other. And yeah. then um, he phoned her up and, you know, said, oh, I wanted to, 
uh, you know, tell you that. You know, I, I didn't want to tell you with your emotions. Oh no, I knew you were gay. And that, but it's the woman who throws up on um, uh, Steve Carell on the forty-year-old virgin. You know, where she's yeah. driving and she's drunk. It's her. It's yeah. that episode. But did you did um, you realise you know you know the guy that plays Cam? Yeah. He he does one of the uh he plays the main character in um the you know the you know the the you know the pet movies they did that came out. Yeah. Uh where you where you got all the, the, the dogs dogs and cats all come alive when the parents go out. Yeah. Um he plays one of the one of the voiceover characters for that. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's done a few, has a few different things. Oh he has, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, it's absolutely it's absolutely fantastic, and um, you know the the uh, the straight couple. I forgot what the characters are called, but you know the the uh, the uh, sister and his her husband, who's always trying to get Jay's attention, or you know, or uh, acceptance and all yeah, that. Yeah. There are times when you know it's like when when he's. Uh, <laughs> Some of the things that he's doing, he's sort of like, you know, um, I, I can see myself in him sometimes. <laughs> well, you see, I always it. feel because the Dumphys, you see, yeah, the mum and dad there, I mean, I can see myself in here, how he is and how he wants to act and be cool. Yeah. And obviously he's got, his, he, I don't know if you've got much of it yet, but he, he loves magic. Yes, I've got that. Yeah, <laughs> he's always trying something new, and he's you know he's always he's always on technology and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and, he's uh, done tightrope walking as well. That's it. He's done some of that in the garden, didn't he? Yeah, he was. He was and, the, the, the last episode. He was also building a treehouse. Yeah. Did you have you seen the one where where one of the young one of his youngest kids um, was tormenting his sisters, and he, he said, "You can't do that," and and he had his pistol in his hand. And he said, "I'm going to shoot you with this now because yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is a punishment." <laughs> he yeah. shot himself in the foot with that. It was just... Yeah, but he shot him by accident, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, his his wife. Do you recognise her at all? I do recognise, but I can't place her. She was the PA that fell in love with Adam Sandler in the golf movie. Oh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, is it? Oh wow, I didn't realise that. No, you do. I, I recognise the first. Yeah, first, but if but you I... go, if you go back to images of Happy Gilmore, and you, I think, oh my god, it's an, she's aged well. Actually, I'm not sure how old she is at the moment, but um, but yeah, and it's it's great. You, you're gonna you're gonna grow up with the, you're gonna grow up with the children. Yeah, I've always said this, and you're gonna see their journeys as well. Yeah, which I won't. So I, I, have, I have to admit, I love Maddie as a character. <laughs> he's, he's so gay, isn't he? <laughs> he's crazy. He's, he's not, but I mean, he he has he does have a he has a few issues um, get, trying to get a girlfriend over the over the seasons and that. But um, yeah, but no, I, I, I do like the, the character because I don't normally like characters of kids on. You know, just no, like, but all of them. I mean, you have you haven't seen you have got you got some new ones to come in yet. Yeah, which. I mean, obviously you've got you've got the you've got the Dumphy's kids, you've got the three of them, you've got the two girls and the boy there, mm. and uh, obviously you've got Manny with with Jane and his wife there, and Manny's um, <clears throat> actually his stepdad, isn't it? Because his real dad's his have you met his, his real dad yet? Yes, yeah, Sarah's <laughs> real dad. 
Yeah, so you've got all that, and then there's some more. There's some more people to come into the show. Mm. I think it's two more characters, two more characters right. that will be joining in, joining in with the families without saying too much. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, I mean, the very I don't know how did, I mean, I cried in the very first episode with laughter when you when when Cam brings in the the Vietnamese child that they've uh, taken on board. Oh God, yeah, that was so and funny. To, to the to the sound of the Lion King. <laughs> yeah, and he's holding her up the same as yeah. the monkey. <laughs> I still laugh when I watch it. I can sit down on Netflix. I've actually got all of my Skybox, to be honest. But I can yeah. sit and watch any episode and just enjoy it again. It's that sort of show. It is. It is. It. I. I it's absolutely brilliant. I wish I'd found it years ago, but I'm actually quite glad I did it because it now means I can cane the whole series. Yeah. And, and actually, it's been taking me away from gaming because I've been watching this instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, absolutely love it. It's brilliant. The whole family loves it, in a matter of fact. Uh, so yeah, it's great. Love it. Definitely, anyone who's likes a good sitcom, this is absolutely perfect. And if you're married, you will see so many different things of all aspects. It's like sometimes I've sat there, and um, you know, I'll say to to, to Jane that he's just like Jay's wife. Oh, she's just like Jay's wife. Mm-hmm. In terms of the way that she goes on, you know, it's like the Molly coddling of, you know, the child and stuff like that. And I'm very much like, you know, Jay of, well, it's got to learn from experience. It's, you know, character building. Yeah. But the Dumpies, though, they, I think, they, they, he, he, he makes me laugh because he gets into certain situations that you just want to cringe for him because, he, you know, it's just like, I think, because he's a realtor and he sells houses. Yeah. We call them estate agents, obviously, which is, is a completely different word altogether. But there's times when he's, he, he, you know, he's bumped into this woman. I don't know if you've seen the one where this, you know, there's a woman cycling and that, and oh, it's she sort of comes on to him a bit, and you know, and he takes it all a bit different, difficult with his missus and that, and he just gets into such a mess. No, I haven't seen that one. Um, I have seen. Have you seen? Uh, remember the one where he gets the advertising on the car. And uh, on one side, it's got a picture of his wife saying, I can't be satisfied, called this number. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because the advert had wrapped right the way around the car. And then it's got something else with his older daughter um, mm. about, you know, something like sexually. And they're driving down the street without not seeing all of this advertising yeah. uh, on it. And they're getting beeps of the horn and stuff like that. That was that was quite a funny episode. And then he's there uh, trying to peel it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does that. He has a battle. There is, there is, there is an ongoing battle with another realtor that he's up yeah. against. And but there, there is so much. I, 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 I could say about it. I don't want to spoil it because it. Every episode is funny, and yes, that's you don't get that a lot with a lot of shows. You get some. No. You might get some poor ones. I mean, something else that they love to do is is the Halloween and Christmas episodes. Yeah, and the Halloween episodes are really good, where they're trying to outdo each other with the Halloween costumes and everything else. So I don't know if you've come across a Halloween episode yet. Uh, yeah, two of them, I think. Yeah, but every time that they're up against each other with with that, and it's it's you know it's it's like an ongoing thing. And the other thing I like about the Dumfries is where they they sometimes to spice up their marriage. Well, once a year, whether it might be sort of Valentine's Day, night, they'll go, go to a hotel as different names. 
Yeah. <laughs> because on, a, on a, what, the last one that I've got, the, he got the wrong card. He picked the wrong card up from the uh, hotel and yeah. he put rose petals all over the hotel uh, bed mm. and uh, took his clothes off and had a bottle of champagne and that. Uh, in front of him, and then this little old lady comes wandering into the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's honestly, it, 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 if where we say we have a lot of comedy gold in the UK, this is yeah. this is definitely American gold comedy. I would say absolutely, yes, yeah, definitely worth watching. <clears throat> I mean, it probably, I mean, as much as I can get it all digitally, it might be worth actually picking them up as as, as a box set at some point. Yeah, definitely. Just to just to have them on tap because they won't be there all the time. On there, are, I think Netflix. Netflix got... has it up until season seven. Okay, so I'll switch over to Sky at that point. Yeah, because they are. Oh, of course, you've got Sky, haven't you? Yeah. So just dovetailing off of that at the moment, did you get an email from Sky? Do you have Sky Movies? No. Okay. Because I got an email from from Sky saying that I could pick up a free movie. Oh, I've got, yeah, I've got one saying I could get a free movie. Well, the movie was the first Jumanji movie with The Rock. Yeah, digital, wasn't it? Digital version. Yeah, just go in the store. You can download it. It costs £0, and then you own it. Because I've got a few like that they've done over the the years. Yeah, I forgot to do that, actually, because I did get the offer. Yeah, so if you get, I mean, I think you still get the offer if you don't have Sky Sky Movies. Yeah, Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay, I'll take my for everybody. because yeah. So that's that, that's worth picking up just just for the sheer hell of it, to be honest. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, my Skybox has got a really large chunk which is called Modern Family on it at the moment, mm-hmm. and it's the biggest chunk in my in my in my in my sort of database of what I've got on the on the box. It's huge, <laughs> but I can't take I can't take myself to delete them. Mm. You know. So. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it because, as I say, I've been about, about, I've been trying to get other people to sit and watch this, and it's uh, it's something I I, I, I love, and um, it's you know it is, it is good comedy. So <clears throat> it's always in, in a world that we step, live in at the minute, which is pretty grim at point at best, that you have something like this that can cheer you up. Mm, definitely, well worth, uh, well worth a watch. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's it for me. Okay, so I'm only going to talk about one film, and we're all going to know this very well, but last night, and I forgot all about this, but I did a watch party last night. I don't know if you've ever done one of these yet at all. No. So there was two 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 uh, people I follow on, on Twitter. Well, actually, it was one guy that was doing it, but everyone was just joining in. So basically, a watch party is that you'll all put the film on at the, you'll put the film on at the same time together, say this was set for nine o'clock. And as you watch the movie, you just tweet about the film as you're watching it. And people will put in little things about how the film was made or, or, or this and that. And it's it's quite a it's quite a nice way of doing because when when it's a film you've seen a hundred times, you can sort of do this if you're with me. Mm-hmm. So I finally unwrapped my Jaws 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I have opened the disc up earlier because I have watched some of the um, extras on it and what this comes so is i've got two versions i bought it twice don't knock me for this because this is um probably one of my all-time favorite movies that sits on top for me and so i picked up the steelbook edition and then i picked up the 
the other the other edition comes with a 37 page booklet yeah and it comes with some postcards as well so i put that so first of all i we'll, we'll talk about the film because the the film looks absolutely gorgeous the the quality of the color with the hdr kicking in mm-hmm. does make a difference now what i normally have i've got a setup where i've got a set of headphones that i use wirelessly for movies yeah and because these headphones they're very expensive they come with their own little switcher mm-hmm. and i use them especially for for gaming at night because i can have them on and the the, the quality of the sound out of the sony headsets are brilliant for for gaming for if i'm going to play destiny or whatever yeah but they work well for movies too so if at night time i don't want to disturb anybody I can put the headphones on, but um, the there's only a, so I call this a caveat, like some people may do, but there's only one downside to the to the uh, the actual switching box you use with the headset is that they don't they will suppress the HDR. Okay. But that's just the way they've been built. I've always been hoping that they'll bring another box out and I can just replace the box for them. But mm-hmm. you can't buy you can't even buy these in this country. I had to buy I bought one on eBay because they come from Japan. But they are one of the best sets of headphones I've ever used for listening to 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 to, to, watch, to watching a movie. Yeah. So what I did was I so what I've done now just just what I'm going to do just temporarily and I'll just band it about a bit. I just unplug the blu-ray player out of the uh out of the switcher and i'll just plug it back straight back into the amp mm-hmm. just so i get my hdr back and i'll know that because obviously with with the lg tvs you would get a little box pop up in the top right hand corner telling you yeah. it's hdr as you you're probably aware so i did actually leave it i left it in to suppress it and then i took out a nice notice that there was a big difference in the colors Right. And it makes a, it does make a difference. It does bring that color to life. The the soundtrack sounds awesome. There is a, a for for those of you like yourself with Dolby Atmos, there is a Dolby Atmos track as well. And <clears throat> everything about this film screams gorgeous. You can literally see the scratches in the boat mm-hmm. on the Orca, for example. I mean, we all know the story of the film with the shark. We know. Uh, the shark's fake, but the shark looks great in 4K, even though it's a fake shark. It's it just looks fantastic. As I say the sound looks great. Watching it for the first time the other night, like that, and I had to, I, I did have the sound on, and the bass was pretty good with it as well. The, the actual soundtrack for the for the for the quality of that for for the voice and everything was brilliant. It just it just shines, and I'm 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 really glad I picked it up. It's it's one of those films I've, I've been waiting for. It's 45 years old now. Yeah. It's an anniversary edition. And for me, it doesn't age a bit. It's stuck in, it's still stuck in 1975 when it came out. And it's just a great piece of cinema history to still have in, in my hand. Mm. You know, it, I, <clears throat> it comes, now there's, there's, there's an issue there and I do have the website for this, but I'm having a, I'm having a little bit of an issue with this, but there is a 48-page booklet. Sorry, not 30, it's a 48-page booklet. And when they built this booklet, it's a lovely, it's a lovely booklet. It's the same size as the as the Blu-ray box itself. Mm-hmm. It's quite a nice size. But what happened is when you flick through the book and you go, it's sort of say there's some lovely pieces of artwork in here. It's a nice piece on on John Williams for the score and that. And the, the quality of the images are, are, are really nice. But they made a mistake with the book. So when you get to, I'll go to, when you get to the profile for Richard Dreyfus, 
which is on the right hand side of the book. The left hand of the page, I'm looking at Roy Schneider. Mm-hmm. And then if I then go to the next page and I go to it's not Quint. If I go to let me see if I can find it. Because it's all um, you flick through this book. It's quite thick actually for what it is. So if I go to Roy Schneider's profile, I see British Rapers on the left. <laughs> That's a bit <laughs> of a mistake. It's just a little one. I don't know who proof this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there you can go for a replacement um, book for it. And the best place to pick up the um, email address, if you go to the at Daily Jaws on Twitter, mm-hmm. they do have the, the link for it. Now, I have emailed the people re- that's involved in getting the replacement booklet. Yeah. But they said to me they want a, they want, they want a, they want a, re- they want a receipt. Now, I picked mine up on eBay from a seller. So I gave them a snapshot of, of my purchase, which has the number and everything else. Mm-hmm. But they're not accepting it. Why? I don't know. They said it's not. They don't said no. This doesn't show proof that you've got it. I said, well, this it is because it's proof to show that I've ordered and I've got it in my hands. So I've emailed them back saying, what more do you want? I mean, I can show you a video or a photograph of it in my hands to prove I've got it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting for them to reply back on that. So we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. I mean, it's not too much of a biggie to be honest. But it'd be nice to have the have it how it should be. Yeah. But it just means, I mean, worst case, I don't want to do it. But you could take, you know, I don't think you could take the staples out really easily and swap the pages around. Mm. You know. But it's a lovely, it's a lovely booklet, and I don't want to spoil it. So we'll see what happens. If I don't get one, this would be rare, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> but it's some lovely screen. There's some lovely cast and crew photographs as well. Yeah. And uh, for any real Jaws fan, I think it's well, it's well worth picking up. You know. But um, but yeah thoroughly enjoyed diving back into this movie again and again for me it's, it's worth every penny the <clears throat> the extras by the way so what you get for that so you've got the making of jaws which is 123 minutes long you've got the shark is still working the impact of the legacy of jaws which is 101 minutes mm-hmm. you've got a nine minutes um, video from the set you've got the jaws restoration video which was on the last edition which is eight minutes mm-hmm. long You've got the Jaws Archive, which is a collection of storyboards, production photos, and promotion art. And then you've got 14 minutes of deleted scenes and outtakes, plus the trailers. So there's plenty on it, then. Oh, God, yeah. And do you know what? I I thought I'd watch both of the documentaries, and I didn't realise it. And then I was sitting there watching it one night thinking... When's it going to end? And I've just, I say, this is the first time I've actually looked on the online. But, you know, they're, one is 100, they're over 100 minutes each. There's like two movies there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And there's a lot of information they tell you about and a lot of interviews regarding the movie. So I, it's, it's a good package, well worth getting. So, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed that. Really did. So I'm surprised. Sure. I'm surprised you've not picked it up yourself, actually, or is it not your bag? It's not my bag. Well, I mean, it's it's a bit of cinema history that I think should be never. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, but as as a movie, I just it, for me, I just don't feel it worked very well because of the fact that you know the, the threat is only because they go in the water. Well, that's what sharks are in, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know that. I know that, but. Uh, you know, it's like piranha. It only only is a problem if you go skinny dipping. Do you know what I mean? It's because that was another one. There was a bit of a spurt of those sort of films. Well, actually, um, the, the piranha films that came out not long ago. I'm, I'm saying this in the last probably five or six years. Um, they're pretty good film films actually. 
I thought they uh, were a bit more tug in cheek. Oh yeah, but you've um, uh, Christopher Doc. Sorry, I can't. Christopher Lloyd's in it. One of them. Mm. And so is actually the girl that played in Back to the Future as well. She's in it as well. One of them. Right. But no, yeah, I've, I've I've never it, been into uh, into Jaws. It's it's not. I'm not saying it's not a good movie. It's just it's not a movie that I'm. Um, Associated with maybe I don't know. It, it, it's just it's just not what I I feel like I can get on board with because I I just sort of like look and I think well why have you got into the water it doesn't make sense. Well I'm gonna not start to battle on that because it's for me it's it's an iconic movie and um, no one's gonna spoil it for me anyway. So anyway. well I'm not I'm not saying it's not iconic I'm not saying that all I, you know I recognise how. Um, you know, it, it's a it's a classic movie, you know, and how that that movie is, uh, you know, carried on over the over well generations basically. <coughs> it's it's, yeah, we don't talk about some of the sequels. They're a bit. Some of them were a bit poor, to be honest. Yes. But, uh, yeah, they were. But um, it, it's just it's just uh, not one um, I've I particularly enjoyed. You know, but for me, but that's me. You know, we all we all like different things. Yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. I'm not wrong. I'm not right. Same as you're not wrong or right. It's just what everybody each likes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, should we move on to questions? Okay, so Mark's got a couple of questions as usual for us. I'm doing two things at once here. Men can't do that anyway. <clears throat> So, first question is how important of how important of backwards compatibility changing with each generation? How important is it to you? Very, very important. It is um, massively more important now than ever before because you have so much investment in your games collections. Um, you know, after many many years of collecting it's it's settled down to two or three different platforms uh, mm. as the principal ones that depend upon your point of view and um you you want to be able to have access to all of your old games without having to have necessarily all of your old equipment and i think with digital now as well it's even more important as well yeah so you know, for for me, um, yeah, it, it's essential that going forward, that any platform considers the past, because also you don't want to lose connection with some of those games. Because you know, I still like going back and looking at some of my old games sometimes, and sometimes I put them on and I think, oh my god, why did I ever play this? Hmm. You know, it's like today. Uh, I found the first game I ever owned that I ever oh, yeah, I saw that from a tweet. shop. Yeah, 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 which was a Super Scramble by Terminal Software on the Commodore sixty four. Mm. That was the first game I ever bought, and um, you know that game is uh, what thirty seven years old, thirty six years old, something like that. Which mm. is wow. Um, you know, probably probably take somebody about twenty minutes to type in now. Yeah, uh, it's you know because it's not much. You know, it's only uh, on the Commodore sixty four. But you know, I could I've still got the equipment to play that. But I would like to think moving forward, especially as you know, pa- machines are so much more powerful that mm. there wasn't the need to hold on to older equipment and still you know still be able to access some of that sort of stuff. Not tape 
games, I mean, but, you know, um, from PS1, PS2, Xbox, Xbox 360, etc. Mm. Yeah, so, I, I think, for me, being able to just play an older game that, that was backwards compatibility, uh, I, I think it's I think it's important that you still have them in your collection and they haven't gone away. Mm. You know, you, you like... we. We all like to go back and, and watch something we played in the past, and we get a little kick out of that every now and then. We don't want to play it for long, mm-hmm. but depending on what, you know, you just like to, you know, it's, it's there for you to play anytime you want, and you know it's not going to go away. So I, I think it's very important for, to have it there. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to ask you question two from Mark? <clears throat> uh, okay, so uh, Mark's second question is are remastered of old games an excuse used by developers for a lack of creativity or original content, or do gamers actually want them? Well, I think gamers actually want them. Now, you could say, I think, I think it's we're talking big games here, aren't we? Yeah. You know, we had we had the Halo uh, all that upgraded, didn't we? At one point, mm-hmm. Halo Two was, re, was rebuilt. We had the Bioshock games which have had another update, by the way, haven't they? They've had a 4K update. They have. And we had Fable, for example, where we had that was that was remade in an anniversary edition. And all these games we, that are quite dear to our heart, we like to, to see. And again, of recent, we've had the Final Fantasy as well. And they're selling like hotcakes. So they must be doing something right regarding that. Mm. And obviously, Resident Evil. We've had we've had them come come forward again as well. Which I need to go back to the the recent one actually that came out. So, excuse me. <clears throat> I think it's very important that we we, we do get this because I, I think because of the way technology has gone over the years from when we originally played some of these games, they do deserve this treatment. Otherwise, I think they they get a bit lost. Do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. It's just uh, I. Some is obviously it's not for everybody. Some of these games, and I think also the other part to this is that games that we played 15, 20 years, say twenty years ago, they've got they've got people playing games now that weren't around when they came out. Mm. So it gives them the chance to, to to play a game that we've all enjoyed first time round for their, and this will be their first time, but within within the new remastered shape that the game is in. Do you know what I mean? If you'd probably yeah. given that game and said, right, have a play this, they might say, well, this is crap, isn't it? Huh? Mm. So I think it works. I think it works. I think it works well to do it. Well, I mean, for me, I've, uh, I, you know, I've recently uh, purchased, um, what do you call it? Uh, Saints Row the Third. Uh, okay. the remaster mm-hmm. uh, and also the remake of Final Fantasy 7 which is a perfect example uh, you know of a, a great game made even greater Yeah. so you know and as you say you know people being able to play these games up to modern standards uh, but you know with uh, you know, where people might have otherwise been put off by the quality of the graphics or uh, whatever when there are fantastic stories to be told you know, from those games. Mm. So I, I think that there's a big, you know, there's a big market from there. I l- love him playing Saints Row the Third again. It's just mm. such um, a nice thing to go back to. Uh, is that um, it's you know that little bit of nostalgia, uh, as it were, in terms of your gameplay. So yeah, I I think that there are where where the, where there are proper 
remaster stroke remake. I think that they're really good. I think that probably the like the slightly upscaled versions of more recent games mm. are not as good. So, uh, for example, I think that um, Saints Row the Fourth came out close to when it was swapping over gens. So. The I played it on the Xbox 360. I completed it on the 360. Yeah. But I've also got the Xbox One version of it as well. And to be honest, it is a lazy remaster. It the graphics are barely any better. Mm. And sometimes when you look, you think the 360 could have done it just as well at 1080p. So I I think that games like that, which we get a lot of at the beginning of every console generation now mm. um i you know the the fact that they're sold separately is wrong i think that how they're doing it this gen is completely right where you know with with microsoft with the automatic upgrading to the uh, 4k um you know next gen version of games <coughs> i think yeah. is really important because mm. if you've just like bought Cyberpunk or whatever and you've got your brand new um, Series X there, you're going to want to be able to see that in all of its glory. Obviously, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And I think the way that they, I think the way Microsoft was, was giving all this for free as well, yeah. they weren't going to charge you. I know there's a lot of man hours in putting this out there and to get it onto the, onto the, onto the ecosystem. But I think, you know, giving it for free was another great one, good idea for them to do that. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so Jason Troon on Facebook says, if you could bring back a dormant franchise for the next generation, what would you pick? Dead Space and Splinter Cell. Yeah, because he's chosen Splinter Cell, hasn't he? He has. Now, there's one franchise I was hoping that we were going to see some information at the moment. And I would like to see Mass Effect redone, Mass Effect 1 and 2. Well, that's supposed to be in the works, mm. and uh, that would that would be great to see because those, I think those two games on the back of each other were just some of the best games ever that was that was out there at the time. Mm. The story, the idea that you could bring your character over from one to two as well mm-hmm. with the game saver. I mean, we don't think of these things now, but you know, at the time the, this happened, it was a big thing. Oh yeah, you know. So uh, yeah, hopefully this this will come true at some point. I hope so because um, yeah, I mean, Mass Effect's one of the best games of uh, the last season, or certainly the best sort of like trilogy of games, or yeah. not season um, generation. Absolutely love them. Unfortunately, Andromeda didn't live up to the, all of the hype that was uh, going about with it. It's a shame, but that's life. Um, you know, but let's have that properly remastered with a new engine showing off ray tracing and all of that. That will make that game so good. Oh, it will. And it will just, it will open that world up more. I mean, as much as I can. I haven't put it in for a while. I've still got my actual disc for that Mass Effect. But, you you know, it will seem very sparse now compared to games of today. Yes. Particularly Expe- the Citadel. Yeah, that's what I was about to come and say. Yeah, especially for that. And that will just bring that game much more to life. And as I said, I love the idea with, with the Normandy as well, which I thoroughly enjoy using that 
as well. Mm. It's just brilliant and really good. I think the Normandy was one of my favourite designs of uh, spaceship going. Mm. Yeah. And it worked, I like the idea of how that all mechanics work with, with travelling from planet to planet. Mm. You would get the cutscene where you would land and everything else. It just is brilliant. It was just such a fantastic game. Definitely. Mm. <clears throat> Paul Wilson. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So regardless of actually buying which computer or games console, past, present or future, did you find the most aesthetically pleasing and which did you find the most unpleasing? Hmm. I think the most aesthetically pleasing, if that's the right term of phrase to use with the tongue tied, would be the PlayStation 3 George Foreman Grill. I don't know what you think about that. And I think I think the Xbox 360 was, was, was one of my favourites. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Even though we had different iterations of that as well. Yeah. And it did change slightly. Uh, the idea, I like the idea that you could change the grill fronts, the customable plates. That was quite cool. And unfortunately, I don't have any of them anymore. I don't have them. You know, I do have, I do have, I do have an Xbox 360 in the lounge. And it's the last version of it that came out I've got now. The uh, Slim E. If that's what it is, I'll take your word for it. Mm. <laughs> so, but yeah, no. The, 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 the PlayStation 3 grill, George Foreman grill was a bit, yeah, not, not very pleasing. Okay, fair enough. Uh, for me, uh, because you said past, present, or future, mm-hmm. the best-looking console is the PlayStation 5, and the worst-looking console is the shoebox. <coughs> really? Really. It, on, on aesthetics, PlayStation have won it. Yeah. I, yeah, I... Because it is featureless. It is a box. It's it, a PC. It, it looks it's... like a... It, it looks like I should put... No, my PC is more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. It looks like I should put my shoes in it. That's what it looks like. It doesn't look like a games console. It doesn't fit <clears> with <throat> anything else. At least they've gone really sort of like ultra-modern, sort of sort of like Mass Effect-y in terms of the PlayStation 5. Mm. Whereas um, the... No, I just... I did, I did not like the look of the the uh excess i just think it looks like a shoe box and that's what i'm going to refer to it as now as the shoe box um but yeah so that that for me i actually didn't mind the george foreman grill sort of design of the playstation 3 mm. um i do think that the slim version of the 360 was a gorgeous looking console mm. and i did not like the playstation two and so therefore the xbox one x shape i also the playstation 2 really reminds you now of the playstation 4 doesn't it no the playstation 2 now reminds me of the xbox one x okay because it's the same shape it's like a rectangle with a bigger rectangle on. yeah i know the playstation 4 had slant on it but it was like it it, it, like it someone had moved that slightly over when you see the you know but yeah it is whatever it's again everyone's eyes differently i mean design I sorry design wise the the playstation 4 
and the Pro look like they should be door wedges. I don't like that 45 degree slant. I've, I've always said this, why they have to go... I mean, I, I, the only reason why I like the PlayStation 5 is, is because it's so radical so and different. it just looks really looks really cool. Let's face it, it does look cool. <laughs> you can't say it doesn't. It looks really cool. No, honestly, even when I said, even when we were talking about it as it was being revealed, I said, that looks all right. But yeah... yeah. Um, it's 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 got to have the right home for it though. It has, and it'll have the right home in my home because my furniture's white and that, so that'll be perfect. Um, so I I really love the the look of it. The Xbox, no, I don't like it. It's a shoebox. Um, but for for me, out of the the legacy consoles, uh, which would include this gen, I would say that um, I don't like the PlayStation Four. I don't like the PlayStation 4 Pro. I don't like the PlayStation 3. I'm ambivalent about the play. Sorry, the PlayStation 2, rather. I'm ambivalent about the PlayStation 3. PlayStation 1 was a bit of a classic. The Xbox original console, I liked. And I liked the, um, as I said, the Slim 360. Yeah, I did like the Crystal version of the original Xbox. No, I, I, I liked that less. I like the 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 uh, blacky green yeah. version. Yeah, the the, the the original version. I'll tell you another console I like, and this is going back uh, quite a long way. I like this uh, CD32. The Sega Commodore. Oh, Commodore. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. What about the Jaguar? That was a bit of a rough, ready machine, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bit of a strange sort of one. Um, I actually had a, a Nokia N gauge. That was a, a bit funky. Mm-hmm. Um, not very good games on it though, but you know there the, there have been some really classic uh, sort of consoles, and have been some real turkey looking ones. The Dreamcast was a nice little console. Yeah, what about which? I'm telling you now, which one was the one that was a looked like a box with a handle? The GameCube. Mm. But at least that that still had more character about it than the shoebox. With the shoebox, well, I think it's. I think the Xbox is very minimalistic. Too minimalistic. You're gonna, it's gonna sit there, and you're gonna forget it's there, but you'll be playing the games. It's too minimalistic. Yeah. I They've don't know. I don't know what happens with that concurve or concave of the of the grill. Now, whether that does light up, it doesn't. It... It's a, it's green plastic. Is it okay? Yeah, it's a green plastic cover underneath the grill. I think for the, for my room, I mean. Again, for my for my my man cave here, the that black box will sit on the left hand side. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure where it's going to sit. I probably better. I probably punched it in on a separate input. But it's going to just. It will probably be right for that for that room. Mm. If I was to take it into the lounge, obviously I, I haven't seen the size of it physically for me personally. Well, I've where... seen the comparison of the sizes. Yeah, I have, but I mean about for it to sit under my under my TV. If you with me, yeah. it wouldn't be able to sit in there. No, it wouldn't. And the, but this is what I say about the designs <clears throat> of these consoles. The the PS Five is all nice and funky in that, but I would have still rather it looked like any other DVD player, so that it fit in with all of the other equipment under my TV. You know, I I love the funky look of it. I just think it's absolutely great, and that includes the version with the disc. You know, which well, it's funny, is, the, the version of this looks like it's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the, got that the pregnant version. It's got that bulge like my stomach. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, the 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 the, the fat disc one and the the more symmetrical normal one. I love the look of them both, uh, but I would still rather it look like a Blu-ray player because you you just don't want it. You know, you you want it to be able to fit under your TV and it not be a you know a point. I mean, you know, people are going to notice that you've got that thick sat there. Mm. The shoe box are not going to be able to notice. See, that. I normally, I normally try to put the shoes in. Yeah. What I normally would do is that I would normally upgrade my machine and and sell the other one on. Yeah, but because I don't think you, as the shoe box you call it, I don't think it would sit under my. It won't sit there right unless I take one of the because my uh, my units I can dismantle them slightly and change it, but I don't think unless I take out the middle section, it all sits on one floor level. It would have sit. to sit on top, wouldn't it? Well, no, I'm I'm wondering because I don't have a lot in there. I all I have there is the I've got the Xbox One X, I've got a, a 360, and then I have my um, Skybox. That's all that's under the desk and in, in the in the main room. Mm. So I could move I could move that down a bit, but I will. Think, I think I will leave. I won't sell my Xbox One X because that will sit in the lounge as a Blu-ray player as well. Yeah, best one. And, and then the the new one will come in this lounge, in this room. Yeah, and there's room just to the left to just let it because it's going to sit where it's going to sit. It will sit there and un- unintrusive. It's black like everything else is, and it will will it, you know it will be plugged in for a controller every now and then to power it up or to charge it. And it will be what it will be, and it will just probably be right for my room, to be honest. Mm. You know. Okay, Justin Lee's question then. He says, I got rid of my PS4 Pro a good while ago, so I was barely using it, and he preferred the Xbox ecosystem with the Xbox One X. However, every so often, I do get the hankering to buy a cheap PS4 again for a few of the single-player story-driven games that PlayStation often does really well. So while while you while we don't know what Xbox Studios are working on for the future, what do you think of this type of game or something that Xbox has struggled with to produce a generation this generation? <clears throat> because they didn't use their biggest license, which was Fable, and produce a, a Fable game, which I think will be rumored for this generation. Well, it's been rumored for the you know the existing generation as well as the next, isn't it? Yeah. It's one of those rumors everybody well, keeps saying it and it'll happen. Well, it, no, I think it has, and it's it's playground games that are actually developing at the moment. Mm. That's who it's going to be. Uh, listening to a few IGN podcasts and bits and pieces in the background over the last year, this is a thing. It actually is going to happen. Of course like, it is, because I know that there's a demand there for it. They're, they're yeah. not stupid. They're not going to ignore that demand. But it's what, funny. Um, I when think it's going to come. Yeah, I think the funny thing is that the, this is why I went and bought a PlayStation Pro because there were so many single player games I'd love to play that that were there. Yeah, like the Uncharted, Last of Us, and Until Dawn, for example, which is a brilliant game. Mm. And I'd like to see a sequel to that. That sort of game. You know, they. I just. I do love just locking myself away into a single-player story sometimes and not have to worry about any multiplayer. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 get, his, I get his thought on that. I mean, you can probably pick up, a, if he really wants to pick up a PlayStation, I, I think the PS4 will be cheap once the um, snazzy, snazzy um, dashboard, heater, radiator, whatever you want to call it, comes out. You'll be able to pick the, that up. The, the super spacey Mass Effect style PS5, you mean? 
Yeah, I mean, if you put it sideways, if you chucked a steering wheel on the right hand side, it would look like a dashboard for a car. So it would still look cool then. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I just think that would look nice in it because uh, some of the cars of today, that would probably be right up its street, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go and do Lee's question? Time to yeah. So, uh, Lee's saying, which big game announcements do you think uh, were missing from the PS5 event, and what do you think will be the next big Xbox games to be announced? So, the one missing for me was Silent Hill. I was, there was rumours that this was a thing, but I don't know yet. And what do I think will be the next big Xbox games to be announced? I'd say Fable will be the, will be the thing for me. What do you think? I, I think... I'm hoping that Fable will be. Um, if for no other reason that we can stop speculating about it and actually start discussing what it's going to be like. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, th- I think uh, I th- all all joking set aside, I do think that there is a strong possibility that Fable will be somewhere in development. But how whether or not that's going to be close or not, I don't know. Mm. Um, I do hope it will be. In terms of big game announcements that I think we're missing, I'd like to know what they're doing about God of War and if we're going to get a sequel to the last God of War game, which is going to continue uh, that adventure because I really enjoyed that game. It was fantastic. Mm. Well, I think that is a thing as well, isn't it? Mm. I think it was missing, but... Some of the games they did announce, which are going to go as as if, if we bring in Nicky Wilson's question, there was games there that are going to be a, a year or two away. Yeah, because Nicky was it ask, was asking the PS5 announcement video had a lot of games that said 2021 release. How many of them will get delayed? I'm not sure that the 2021 released games will get delayed, but I think that the ones that were to be determined are mm. like 2022, 23, or maybe 24. I don't think that they're yeah. imminent I, at all. I thought Sony were going to, because this was the thing, wasn't it? If we go back a year, mm. and this was a little digger saying that, why tell us about games that are two or three or three or four years in development? Yeah. And we're, I don't know, did Sony do this to make sure they had a bulk there of stuff to show? Yeah, well, you know I mean? Microsoft were already doing a year. Yeah. So... I don't know. It's, I mean, that, that maybe you will just bulk out what they've got there as their announcements. But I think, I still think that I don't like to hear a game that are two or three years away. No, I'd I don't want to, I don't want to know about those. No, I'd rather hear them announce saying they're coming out in six, in, in six months time for say holiday and you're in the summer or whatever. Yeah. That's how I like to see what games are coming out. So with the idea of Fable not being mentioned yet, who knows that that could be that could be a sort of game that they will say, yep, and it's kind of come out in holiday this year, you know. Mm. And that's how I like that's how because otherwise, some games just seem for forever. They, they keep pumping out these trailers, but it's just it's no point. I don't want to know about them, you know. Yeah. So so we're done. Anything else you want to think about before we go? No, that's about it. So. Closing down, Twitter at Steve007. My PSN ID is the real Steve007. And there is a YouTube channel for, for movie soundtracks, which you should be able to find pretty much easy as well with my gamer tag. Alan? Say Alan, should I say? Hey. Alan? Alan? Alan he's he's, he's cooking at the moment, at probably. <laughs> he is indeed. Uh, so, okay. So, um, my uh, gamer tag is H E R J U K. 
same on PSN, Xbox Live, Steam, you name it, all on their part from Epic Games, which is Pop Culture Gamers, and also Twitter handle is also H-E-R-J-U-K. Don't forget you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pop Culture Gamer, no S. Uh, we've got a Facebook group, we've also got a Facebook page, so uh, please come and join and uh, like the page as well. Uh, don't forget to answer the questions correctly, otherwise you won't be submitted because you, well, we might think you're a bot. Um, the if you want to get in contact with the podcast, you can also email uh, podcast at popculturegamers.co.uk. We have our website popculturegamers.podbean.com. If you like the show and you want to help out uh, financially towards the hosting, etc., etc., then you can um, donate to our Patreon at uh, well, obviously patreon.com and just look for Pop Culture Gamers or. If you don't want to do that, then you can do us a nice review, uh, retweet us, uh, repost us, all of that sort of thing, so that we uh, get uh, to be seen by more and more people and get more of a following. Uh, all of those things will help us as well, and your help would be much appreciated. And that's it. It is. So, as we normally say, it's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. Good night. Good night.